There's a reason you aren't satisfied with the ordinary. You were made for adventure. A life with God doesn't have to be boring. It can be a pulse-pumping, heart-pounding life of purpose. And we can guide you there. The adventure awaiting you is bigger and more life-giving than you could ever imagine. Join Crossroads Church every weekend online for challenge, hope, and encouragement to guide you on your spiritual adventure. Join us at crossroads.net. Is it my bologna has a first name, whatever, but it's bologna. <laughs> That's a good one right there. Yes, Absolutely. Is, so I think he's going to play. We'll see. I mean, it's it, you know Dawson Odoms clearly is rolling the dice. Uh, a yeah. quarterback that's banged up. Yeah, I think he knows that everything uh, that's uh, that's happening there with his team. So we'll see. We'll we'll see if it's just a lot of talk, if it's just a lot of chatter, and we'll see. Zagwars will get the football. Braves won the toss, deferred to the second half. So Southern will get the football at the start of this one. So when you look at the Jaguars, they're from your right to left. Timothy Thompson had to return this kick for the Jaguars, as well as Danny Johnson, one of the top defensive players in the secondary that we've seen so far in this conference. So we'll see if, in fact, the Braves, how will they handle punt and kickoff coverage? That is huge in this game. Special teams has always been a factor the Braves in the purple, purple helmets left to right. Here's the kick, Corey McCullough. Danny Johnson's going to return this from the five-yard line near hash in the middle of the field, far side of the field, 10, 15, 20. Danny Johnson cuts it back inside and goes down at the 28-yard line, a return of 23 yards for Danny Johnson. You know, it's been Willie Quinn back there for so long. Jay Miles and right now Danny Johnson back there with a pretty decent return of 23. Yeah, he reminds you of Quinn, and, you know, he he did pretty good on that run. He cut it back and got a few more yards on it. So let's uh, see what the Braves now, our defense do against, uh, well, it looks like, yeah, it's if he's number seven, Charles, Howard is playing. Yep, how about that, folks? How about Austin that? Howard, yes. the senior, getting the start at quarterback for the Jaguars. Uh, shuffle wide side right, strong side right. Howard on the handoff, on the stretch play, a positive play, a gain of 10 on the game's first play. Devon Bell, the sophomore from New Orleans, on the game's first play, a handoff and a first down for the Jaguars. Well, how about that, Jay Miles? On the first play, Austin Howard, of course, the storyline all week was whether or not he would go. And they have a big hit on the outside as they try to get it out there on the outside. And that's Jamar Washington. A big hit, Delgo Sama in on it, second down. And Cedric Tillman will check in with you here. The storyline, Austin Howard getting the start, but then a big hit for the Braves defensively. Definitely a nice hit by Diego Charles, and uh, he blew that thing up from the start. Let's see if we can get a stop here. A loss of a one, second down and 11, just underway. Howard, three-step drop, check down, catch wide open, got the edge, 40. Good open field tackle on the far side of the field. Javon Morrison with the tackle, a gain out to the 45-yard line. Well, Cedric Tillman, let's check in with you quickly. Third down and three for the Jaguars. 
Yeah, they just had to run the, uh, the running back out in the flat that time, Charles. It was wide open. I believe the Braves dropped back in coverage and uh, left that guy wide open uh, in the flat, Charles. Let's see if we can stop him. Third down. Third down and three. Well, obviously, Austin Howard, well enough to go in this game. Back to his right. He'll be tested here. Three-step drop, check down, catch. Well, the first down and more all the way out to the 44-yard line of first down. Uh, first down for the Jaguars with the catch. Dylan Beard, the big tight end. Remember, the tight end gave us trouble last week. Jay Miles and Dylan Beard just sat in the seam, picks up the first down. That's all nine. he did, Charles. That's all he did. He sat in the seam. Austin Howard and, and, and Charles, Austin Howard looked pretty good. Dylan Beard, the 6'2", 256-pound redshirt senior from Baton Rouge. And now just here's a straight, and help a reverse, and here's a flea flicker and a pass, jump ball, and it's incomplete. Thrown behind the intended receiver. Menard, second down and 10. That time, hand off to the back. Flea flicker, flea flicker, and that time, Austin Howard's pass incomplete. It'll bring up second down and 10. Randall Menard, the 6'3 graduate student, was the intended receiver. Second down, a little trickeration right there, Cedric Tillman. Yes, it, it did, and uh, the Braves was on coverage, so um, the receivers just stopped running. The Diego was definitely uh, covering his man on that play, Charles, and uh, just come up short. And hopefully, you know, they uh, glad that they didn't catch that one. On second down, here's Howard, check down, catch. 45, 43-yard line, they're working the edges on this near side, and a first down for the Jaguars, so nothing fancy here southern university moving the football jay miles yes sir nothing fancy just working this and they're working outside and they're getting the ball to the right receivers and they're picking up what they need so yeah nothing fancy and they're not asking howard to do much he's missed the last couple of games edwards in the backfield they're at the 33 yard line in the scoreless game three-step drop check down catch again Edge is made, 30, and going out of bounds at the 26-yard line where Southern working at Jamar Washington with the catch, steps out of bounds at the 28. A pickup of five, second down and five. This drive started at the 27-yard line. We played 240 of this first quarter. Southern on the move, scoreless game. On second down, Howard looks, throws. This is a catch. Well, they're just getting tons of yards here on the far side of the field. Another first down. Just some quick hitters, Jay Miles, yeah. and that's Menard again. Second time he's been targeted. That's that's true, Charles. That's all it is. It's quick hitters. He's releasing fast. He's not, and he's he's getting the protection because he don't want to get hit. And he's releasing the ball soon. So that's what they're doing. Bray's got to get pressure on Howard here in the red zone. First down to 19, and now Howard on the carry to the 15. Slides down. He doesn't want to do anything in terms of getting hit. He gained to the 17. Picked up two. Second down and eight. He's coming out, Charles. He's coming out. So Howard. Yeah, he's coming out. He's limping. Yeah, noticeable limp yeah, as he notice- slid. Yeah. And now Glendon McDowell, the freshman, in the game for the Jaguars on the second down and eight. Well, I like what you said about that is that the gamble, he's taking a gamble, and he took a gamble. I, I'm, you know, I hope he's not injured in no work, but he's limping bad, Charles, on the sideline. He's limping bad. On second down, McDowell looks, looks, steps up, and he's going to go down for no gain. The pocket collapsed, and he's sacked all the way back as Daryl Henderson 
with a loss of a couple. Cedric Tillman, third down and nine. And here comes Howard back in. Cedric Tillman on third and nine for the Jaguars. Yeah, that was just great defense by the Braves that time, Charles. I think they had everyone covered, and um, that uh, line, defensive line collapsed on the quarterback that time. Let's see if they brought Howard back in. Let's see if we can stop him here on third down. Three receivers right, one left on third down and nine from the 18 in this scoreless game. Third down, long snap count. Howard back to pass. Good protection. Flushed out to his right. He can run. We'll check down, and this is incomplete. He had a wide open Menard. Didn't want to run for it. Menard was wide open on that far side, and it'll bring up fourth down, and the Braves were fortunate there. A healthier Austin Howard could have run for it, but he also had an open receiver that he missed, and that's the rest versus rust factor. He's rested, obviously, not 100%, but a little timing was off because he hasn't played. He would have hit that if he had been playing, obviously. Fourth down coming up, and a field goal attempt here of 35 yards snap back ball down kick is up plenty of leg and the kick is good jaguars with the lead they march down the field the braves defense holds as howard came out of the game but they were able to get a field goal here early on and with 10 27 left in the first quarter the braves in this game are down three to nothing we'll take this one minute break we'll be right back on the all corn football radio network When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to BeReadyUtah.gov and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by Be Ready Utah, the Division of Emergency Management, FEMA, and the Ad Council. All right, the Jaguars started at their 29-yard line. Drive stalled at the 18. And a 35-yard field goal puts the Jaguars on top by the score of 3 to nothing here in the early going. Glad you can join us here on this Saturday night. Big crowd here at Jack Spink Stadium. About eight hours ago, you didn't think that. But boy, J. Miles, between about 10 a.m. and now, boy, they rolled in here, didn't they? They did. They rolled in here, Charles. I mean, deep. So it's a nice crowd here tonight. All right. Uh, Marquise Warford back to receive this kick, standing at his five-yard line. 10-27 left in the first quarter. Southern with a 3 to nothing lead. Here is the kick, a little pop-up in the shallow left field. It's going to be caught at the 29-yard line. Jalen Walker way for the... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fair catch at the 30-yard line. He waved for it. Caught it, thankfully. And that's where the Braves will have it. Decent field position, Jay Miles, at the 30. Of course. But, they, you know, what? <laughs> we, we probably figured they was not going to kick to Warford. So he kicked a little um, up in the air. And, of course, uh, the up man got it. I'm glad he did because he did call for the fair catch. And, he caught it, and, uh, you know, we, yeah, good field position for us. Yeah, first down and 10 at the 29-yard line. Lenoris Footman, that big games against Southern, his breakout game as a Brave, took a couple of years back at in Baton Rouge in the Muck and the Mire. They had a thunderstorm of, of massive proportions, and the Braves with, like, 600 yards of offense in that game. First down and 10 at the 28-yard line. Braves couldn't run the ball at all last week. Can they do it here? No oh, play action. He's rolling out to his right. They look back to his left, and it's going to lob it down the field, and this ball is intercepted. Picked off. They stayed at home, and the pass is picked off by Danny Johnson. Already has made his presence felt in this game. He rolled to his right, did Lenoris Footman, the naked bootleg, and looked to the left, Cedric Tillman, and in double coverage, Danny Johnson picked it off. Definitely looked like he was wide open running down that sideline, but, but he definitely made a play for that football, Charles, and caught it with one hand. So Danny Johnson with the catch. Well, Cedric tried to stretch the field right there. So definitely tried to stretch it first and 10. So a turnover for the Braves. This is something, hey, Southern's going to try to slow this game down a bit. They have a 3 nothing lead. They just got a turnover. They got the football. First down and 10 for the Jaguars with 10-14 left in the first. Now they go to the run. And a big run here, first down run inside the 45 to the 43 as Bell with the carry, a big first down run at the 41-yard line. Uh, got that right edge, Jay Miles, and a big run there, first down. Again, yeah, they're working the edges, and, of course, they're getting the blocks, and they're getting the, they're getting the runs and picking up the artists the artist they need. All momentum with the Jaguars. Bell here, right edge. Bell plowing right side. Bell to the 35, down to the 34. Pretty good gain of seven for Bell. This is what the Jaguars want to do, and I'm sure that's what they needed to do with an injured quarterback. And we have an injured Brave, speaking of injuries, an injured Brave on the far side of the field at the 39-yard line. An injured all-corn player, it is Quentin Smith, the DB, shaken up for the Braves. Quentin Smith, Brady Smith in the free safety and strong safety positions. You had Diego Sama who had a big hit and Javon Morrison on the edges. Then you have Solomon Muhammad, Trey Farrell, and Ely. Then up front, Ramonte Bell, tearing Winnington on the ends, and Marshawn Smith and Sterling Shippey, the tackles. The starters for the Braves on defense. And right now, the injured Bray player still down at the 39-yard line. 
We have 9.42 left in the first quarter, and Cedric Tillman, this for the Braves is not the way they wanted to start, but this for Southern is exactly how they hoped it would start. Their starting quarterback banged up, led them down the field for a field goal, and their defense, which is one of the tops in the league, just got a turnover, and now the Jaguars marching down the field trying to add to their 3 nothing lead. Yeah, Southern just came out with nothing fancy on offense, Charles. Just marched the football down the field. Uh, a couple of great runs and a couple of, you know, quick passes here and there. And um, they definitely moved the football and uh, definitely played good defense. The uh, Braves came out with the trickeration on the first play of the football game, Charles. And uh, Southern played it nicely. And uh, Braves definitely got to hold them here, Charles. A team that's been banged up. A lot of talk. Momentum on the road. Once that freight train starts rolling, it's hard to stop it. The Jaguars, and it's early. Let's see what the Braves can do here. Second down and three for the Jaguars at the 34-yard line of Alcorn. Three-nothing, Southern with the lead here in the early going. Austin Howard getting the start, came out for a play. Bell in the backfield. Now they shift here, strong side right. Second down and three. Pistol formation with Bell in the backfield. Bell's. Right side, Bell, first down, 30. Bell popped out of bounds at the 25. It's a first down for the Jaguars. Nick Brown with the tackle for the Braves. So first down at the 25-yard line is where they mark them out. So Southern on the move again. Second possession, second time they're marching here with 9.14 left in the first quarter. 3-0 Jaguars. First down for Howard out of the shotgun. He's had one run, went down, came out, came back in. Three-step drop, looks throw, square out, and it's incomplete. Sailed over the head of Menard. Diego Sama, bracket coverage there, Jay Miles. Diego Sama as well as Geary with the coverage good on coverage. Menard. Yes, good coverage, Charles, and that's good. He And uh, Diego is doing a good job out there. He's a receiver, and, um, you know, they're stretching the field. Howard is looking good. He's putting the ball where it needs to be, but uh, we got good coverage, and that's what we need. And we need to stop him here. Maybe hold him to a field goal if we can. Menard and Dennis Craig, the tight end to the right, second down and 10 from the 25 here in this 3-0 game with 8.55 left. Play action for Howard. Looks, looks, stands tall, lobs it down the field, and this ball's incomplete. So to bring up third down, they try to lob it down the middle of the field on the skinny post. So a couple of incomplete passes after Southern doing a decent job running the football. Cameron Mackey, the wide receiver, the intended target. All right, Cedric Tillman, third and 10, coming up for Southern. Third and 10, they have trips uh, to the left here this time, Charles. Uh, let's see if we can get some pressure on him here, Charles. Here they come. Third down, Howard back to pass. Steps up, and he just throws it, and it's part 20. 14-yard line, 13, that's a first down for the Jaguars. Couldn't wrap up Austin Howard, Jay Miles, and a first wow. down for the Jaguars. Wow, no, we couldn't wrap him up, Charles. We finally got the pressure we needed on him. We just couldn't wrap him up, and he's able to throw it. And first down, here we go. That's Bell with the catch out in the flat. Howard just got it off, and we've got a penalty here. Two flags down, and let's check in here, our first marker of this game. Illegal substitution. The defense, 12 men in the formation. Five yards, first down. 
Five-yard penalty, first down and five for the Braves. That's their 39th penalty of the year. They're the most penalized team in the conference, averaging over 12 a game. And the first penalty against Alcorn, first down and five now for the Braves' defense. Jaguars have it first and five inside the 10. Make it the eight of Alcorn, first down and goal. Will Bell get it here? Will Howard make it happen? Well, he's showing his toughness. They scan a quick scan to the right, play clock at 15. And now run here, L, not much there, and it's thrown backwards. Southern trying to run the football. Second down from there. Well, this Southern team definitely trying to ground and pound in the running game. Second down. And about four and a half. That's a half yard gain right there. Second down and short inside the 10. Play action for Howard. Quick hitter. Intercepted. And it's returned. Solomon Muhammad. Hit Solomon Muhammad. Stays on his feet. Being chased to the 50. 45. 40. Sheds a tackler. Solomon Muhammad goes out of bounds at the 25. No flags coming the other way. And Solomon Muhammad with a pick, almost a pick six, J-Miles. Yes, it is, child. He read his eyes. He read Howard's eyes. He was in the right place at the right position and picked it off because, hey, we Southern was marching down to score. But he was in the right place at the right time. And here we go. There we go, Braves. That's what we need, Charles. We needed a turnover. Well, Cedric Tillman, the defense. Solomon Muhammad, a monster game two games ago and a big pick, almost a pick six there. Yeah, a great play. Braves needed that. They was trying to go to the tight end across the middle, and Braves, he was just in the right place at the right time that time, Charles. There were like three bodies around that football. Let's see if the Braves can cash in at the 25. And here is Lenore's Footman taking off. Footman to the 20. Footman down around the 19 and a half. Footman a gain of seven and a half. Second down and short for the Braves with 6.58 left. Well, Southern, the turnovers. Right there, they were marching, and Howard tried to fit that one into a tight window, and Solomon Muhammad stayed at home and picked it off. Almost ran it all the way back on second down. Oh, and they blow this one dead here, and there's a penalty marker on the far side of the field. False start, number five on the offense. Five-yard penalty, second down. Second penalty against the Braves. That's the 40th penalty against Alcorn this season. Second down. And eight now for Alcorn with 6.43 left in this first quarter. Well, second down and long for the Braves here. Want to stay with the chains. Last couple of games, we've really been behind the chains. The penalties have hurt us in that regard. Play clock at 14. DeLance Turner in the backfield. The Braves have Orlando Veals wide right. Charles Hughes wide. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Left. Warford slot left. Play clock at one. They just get it off. Footman looks. He's going to lob this one. Open. Diving attempt incomplete. Intended for Orlando Beals. He laid out for that one. One on one with Danny Johnson and Cedric Tillman. That's a matchup we'll be talking about all night long. Yeah, he had a step on him, Charles. He, he had it. Uh, uh, he overthrew him. I say by a yard. He definitely had a step on him. All right, Cedric, what do you expect here? Third down and eight. Third and eight. I believe the Braves probably go with another play action, Charles. Let's see what we can do here. DeLance Turner to his right. Three receivers. Charles Hughes wide right. Two receivers left. DeLance Turner to the right of the Norris Footman. Play clock at seven. Third down and eight. For the Braves at the 24, Footman looking to take off. Footman's corkscrewed and dropped for a yard gain at the 23. So it'll bring up fourth down and long. And Jordan Williams, the linebacker, brought him down. All right, so now after the big turnover, the Braves will have to settle for three. And Corey McCullough on for what will be a 40-yard field goal attempt. They run the little mini swing, swing and gate that we've seen. Charles Hughes will line it up. Near hash mark, 40-yard field goal for McCullough coming up. Play clock at five. Snap back, ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is uh, good. He slams it through, and we have a 3-3 game with 5.26 left. So after the big turnover, the Braves settle for three. And we have a 3-3 game with 5.26 left here in the first quarter. We'll take this time out from Ceasefire. We'll be right back on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Early update, UAPB over Jackson State, 7 to nothing. Wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Here's the return from the 8-yard line, 10, 15, 20, out to the 23-yard line. Full slate of games in the Southwestern Athletic Conference tonight. Valley hosting Grambling. 
Uh, the Bama teams are over in Texas. Texas Southern, Alabama A&M. UAPB leads Jackson State, as we mentioned. Grambling over Valley with uh, 255 left, 10 to nothing. Grambling with the lead there. And uh, Prairie View, Alabama State delayed. 519 left in this first quarter. 3-3 games. So, Jay Miles, after the big interception by Solomon Muhammad, the Braves were able to get points out of that. Yes, it was. That was great, Charles. Now we just got to put some pressure on Howard. If we can get the pressure on Howard, you know, we, we can we can see a difference in this ball game. We just got to get the pressure on him. All right. They've yet to set the play clock here. Bell lined up now to the right of Austin Howard. They shift strong side left. And here's Bell. Bounces it to the outside, and Bell picks up three. It looked like they had him stuffed at the line, bounced it right. And second down and seven with five minutes left in this first quarter. Well, Cedric Tillman, I would love to see seven out of that last all-corn drive. I would love to see seven. I want seven, but we'll take three. Yeah, we definitely should have got seven points out of that one, Charles. I wish we could have hit Veals in the end zone then, but he was definitely open. All right, that's a matchup we'll be watching. Danny Johnson and Orlando Veals, one of the best defenders in the league against one of the best receivers in the league. Second down and seven for Howard. Howard looks on the flat, and this is wide open. 20, 30, 40, 45. Cuts it inside, now back outside and being ridden out of bounds. Boy, Bell just a check down, and he was wide open on that left side. Jay Miles and nobody in a purple uniform there with the exception of Thomas, the DB, who pushed him out of bounds. Yeah, Charles, that was, you know, that one, we got to, we got to watch it on that one. He was wide open. Well, they go back to the run here. Well, the Jaguars mixing it up nicely, exploiting the edges. And the Braves are going to have to find a way. I mean, they were fortunate in the secondary. Coach Quinn, who coaches that secondary, is Bell with a carry of three. We'll be talking with him coming up next week. First year DB coach. Of course, Cedric Thomas, who's now the defensive coordinator for four years, was the defensive back coach. Second down and seven for the Jaguars in Braves territory at the 42 with 3.50 left in the first quarter. 3-3 game. Great crowd again here at Spinks. Howard, a little pass high and complete. Well, again, the Braves were bringing pressure, and that time the little check down to Edwards and we we're fortunate right there Cedric Tillman because he was open on the right side. Yeah, he definitely was so I, I'm not sure whose assignment that is Charles with the back out of backfield but he's definitely open just about every play here so we definitely got to go to the drum board here to, to stop him. Alright third down and seven let's see what uh, the Braves defense dials up here four receivers to each side for the Jaguars on third down and seven from the 42, Howard back to pass. Looks, throws, check down. Catch right at the marker. Looks like he's got the first down. Right at the marker on the check down and the catch by Dylan Beard. He's got it. So you got Beard and Menard, the two big targets for the Jaguars. Dylan Beard just sat at the chain. The tight end, 6'2", 256, Jay Miles, the redshirt senior from Baton Rouge. Same play all over again from uh, Magnese State. He sits right at the, where they need to be at. He gets the ball, first down. First down to 35, play action for Howard. Just going to lob this one and throw it away. There was pressure coming, and he just threw it away. There was pressure straight up the middle. Ramonte Bell 
getting pressure. So second down and 10. We have 327 left here in quarter number one. Also, Kwanzi Jackson, who led the team in tackles last week, also with the pressure. Second and 10 from the 35. 3-3 game with 327 left here in the first quarter. Howard. And they go to the run here, and Quirk screwed and dropped for a two-yard gain. R.J. Miles, here we go. Third down and about eight coming up for the Jaguars. Yeah, we need to watch the tight end uh, as he gets to where he needs to be at, a receiver that we're looking at. And, of course, Try to get some more pressure on Howard. We could just get the absolutely in what we need. You know, we could probably come out of this. Okay. Hey, Bear Edwards, the 5'8 senior from New Orleans on third down. Howard back to pass. Going to lob this one. Just going to float it, and it's incomplete. It was floated up so high that Jamar Washington almost ran under it. Also, a receiver was there as well for the Jaguars. Almost was there, Dylan Beard. But it was lobbed so high that Washington almost, Cedric Tillman ran under it. It was overthrown for one, almost caught by Washington on the back end. Yeah, they had a quick snap, Charles, because they thought they got the Braves offside, and uh, he just threw that one up, Charles. You're right, that ball hung up there a long time, and uh, number six, uh, the other wide receiver that the ball wasn't intended for, he almost caught it. Well, fourth down and eight, the Jaguars are going to go for it here with three on the play clock. Howard back to pass, steps up. To all kinds of time, and here's a pass, and it's caught first down. Well, right in on him, and the receiver with the catch for the first down, and that's Randall Menard. I mean, that was thrown right on him, Jay Miles, and he had great hands. Yes, indeed, right on him. I mean, he couldn't have put it no better, Charles, and we just, uh, you know, they, they, they're not doing anything fancy. Good coverage, better catch. Yeah. Here's a pass on the edge. This is a catch and incomplete, dropped it. Well, the Braves are really working the edges. Diego Sama shaking up, pass intended for the Jaguars, Jamar Washington. But Diego Sama shaking up. He took the big hit on the collision. And Cedric Tillman, you're right down there. That's the second big hit Diego Sama has put on, and he got the worst of that hit. Yeah, definitely a great play. He read that play, Charles, right on time. Hit him at the same time the ball got there. It was a Great hit, but definitely he was injured on the play. All right, so Diego Sama shaking up. Of course, we all know his story transformed to the defensive side of the ball. Well, UAPB and Jackson State, the Tigers have come back and tied it up at 7 with 2.12 left in the first quarter. It looks like the shoulder of Diego Sama is what they're looking at here. Cedric Tillman on the, on the case will get us, give us an update here. Second down and 10 for the Jaguars at the 23 of... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All corn in a 3-3 game with 2.40 left in the first quarter. Look at, it looks like his wrist, Charles. Yeah, it looks like his wrist right in here. He was reaching in. Bell in the backfield to the right of Howard, who got the start. Has played every play except one here on second down. Howard, three-step drop, looks, just standing tall, hit as he throws, going to lob this one wide open, incomplete, and he stood tall, and he was clobbered, and a wide open receiver, Cedric Tillman, and he overshot him, and we have a flag down here. Let's check the marker. Pass interference. Number 87 of the offense. 15-yard penalty. Second down. I didn't see that one. Well, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we take that. We didn't see it. We didn't have yeah. to see it. Post no, on the field saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Menard called for the pass interference. He was wide open, too. Yes, he was. Yeah. All the way to the 39-yard line. But I, I think what it was, he saw the pressure coming, and he let it go, you know, because he was going to get hit. He did get hit, so I think that's about what happened. First down in, like it's second down in 25 for the Jaguars. Howard back to pass. A little screen, and this is a catch Bell. Bell sheds a couple of tackles. Back to the original line of scrimmage. So third down and long. Third and 25 here, Jerome, for the Jaguars. Hey, we need to stop them, man. Don't let the tight end get into the loose. They do know, and they know exactly where to go, Charles, to be able to pick up the first down, how it has. But we need to put more pressure on him again like we did previously. Third down and long from the 38 with two minutes left in this first quarter. 3-3 game. Third and long. Third and 25 from the 38, Howard. Draw on third down and nothing doing there. Let's try to catch the Braves off balance. Now with the carry and no gain. So fourth down and long. Well, Southern moving the ball, Cedric Tillman. But the Braves defense is held fort. And the big penalty, the pass interference penalty, Cedric, set him back. Yeah, it did. It did. And uh, I think we're forcing them to punt here, Charles. Now fourth down and long, obviously a punting situation and Marquise Warford at his 10 yard line if he takes a step back it goes over his head here's the snap and the kick Warford gets away from it oh and a Jaguar was there and it got by him and lands it in the end zone looks like Elijah Small was there ball took sort of a quick hop and landed in the end zone he was there to try to break it up but he couldn't as the ball just skipped by him. So that's where the Braves will get it on the touchback with 111 left in this first quarter. Jay Miles back and forth, kind of what we expected. Yep. The Braves defense has done a with a job. statement and Southern's offense making yeah. a statement here in the first quarter. Of course, yes. Defense has done an awesome job. Was holding them. Of course, we held them, held them to three. They've got us at three. And 
Uh, we just got to put more pressure on Howard, stop him in, because he's comfortable. He's in that pocket. He's comfortable. So we just got to do that. But, hey, that's thumbs up for the defense. They've done a good job. All right, let's see the offense now. 80 yards from pay dirt, first and 10 from the 20. The Braves come out with four receivers, three right, one left in this 3-3 game. Here's Delance Turner on the stretch play. Delance Turner, a gain of five. Danny Johnson with the tackle to the 25-yard line. Second down and five. The Braves, no yards rushing last week. Couldn't get it going. And even the week before against FIU, about 70 yards rushing. So we really need a good effort from the running game. Second down and five from the 25 with 45 seconds left in this first quarter. 3-3 game. Norris Footman, play action. Check down high and complete. They tried the check down near the near side intended for Brandon Campbell, the tight end. All right, Cedric Tillman, third and five coming up for the Braves. Yeah, that was definitely a great call because the outside linebacker did blitz on that one. It definitely would have been wide open to the Braves. Third and short here. Let's see what we do here, Charles. Third and five. They run the stretch play. Footman looks, throws, and this ball's incomplete. And all kinds of traffic intended for Norlando Veals. It was a low ball. There were two Jaguars there. Another brave receiver was there. Just a low ball all the way around. That uh, that wasn't uh, that didn't work there. Fourth and five. I mean, just a little square out. So now Corey McCullough on to punt for the Braves here with 35 seconds left here in this first quarter. This Jaguar defense is no joke, folks. It's like what we saw last week. Maybe not as stout up front with their front four, front seven, but Southern's defense, four interceptions this season, including the one by Danny Johnson. Oh, and McCullough shakes this. Goes out of bounds at the 28-yard line. A net gain of three yards on that punt by McCullough. Three-yard punt by Corey McCullough. And the Jaguars will take over in Braves territory inside the 30-yard line. That got Jay Miles sitting back in his seat. Corey McCullough (laughs) averaging 44.8 yards per punt, number one in the league in that category, and that average is going to get hurt with that three-yard punt. First and 10 from the 28 of Alcorn. We're just helping Southern right now. 3-3 game with 29 seconds left. This will be the final play of the first quarter. The big storyline, Austin Howard getting the start for the Jaguars in this game. Howard, handoff here, and a gain of three to the 25. Edwards with the carry, so we've seen Bell and Edwards. This will take us to the end of the quarter. The Jaguars do not have to run another play. They're at the 25 of Alcorn. It'll bring up a second down and seven as the final seconds of this first quarter wind down and the Braves and Southern are tied at three the Jaguars looking to snap it here and then the quarter does run out so we'll take a time out here from ceasefire into the first quarter as you heard from our referee three three game we'll take a break and we'll be right back with quarter number two after this timeout here on the Alcorn State University football radio network it's game day you've got things to do tents to set up games to stream. Good morning, football fans! That's why Seaspire invested in more towers for more power. More towers give you more streaming, more sharing, more cheering. We know what football means to you, so our network has you covered. 
At Seaspire, we work for fans. Seaspire, customer inspired. Switch to Seaspire and get Galaxy S8 free with trade-in. Details at Seaspire.com. All right, back here live at Jack Spinks Marino Casum Stadium here at Alcorn State University on this Saturday. 3-3 game between these uh, two teams. The 65th meeting ever between these two great football programs. Braves fans, be sure to mark your calendars for this year's Celebration Bowl. The third annual event will once again take place between the SWAC champs and the MEAC champs Saturday, December 16th at the brand-new Mercedes-Benz facility in Atlanta. Tickets and official hotel info will be available soon. Visit the Celebration Bowl website, celebrationbowl.com, for more information. Merit Health is an official sports medicine provider for athletics at Alcorn State University. Our certified trainers help predict, diagnose, and treat injuries related to participation in sports. On behalf of Merit Health Natchez, we wish the Alcorn Braves a successful, healthy, and injury-free season. We would like to give special recognition to the parents, coaches, teachers, students, fans, faculty, and, of course, the players for making Alcorn football so special. Go Braves! And that's the thing, Jay Miles. Go Braves for the second quarter. But Southern University has been moving the ball up and down the field as we get ready for this second quarter. They have, Charles. They have really been moving it. I mean, like I said, we, as we said earlier, nothing fancy. Uh, just working the outside and the middle and all and so we just got to stop them here. Edwards in the backfield. Pistol Edwards behind Howard, who got the start in tonight's game. All the talk didn't mean anything. Here's Edwards on the stretch play. Edwards ridden out of bounds inside the 25. Nothing there. He was hemmed up along the sideline. Underway here in the second quarter. 3-3 game. So to bring up third down and a long five for the Jaguars with 14.50 and counting left. Coming up at the half, we're going to talk with the Director of Athletic Compliance, Jason Cable. He'll join us to talk about some of the new legislation on tap. Anything old, anything new dealing with athletic compliance. He'll talk about it coming up. Third down and five here, and we've got a whistle and a timeout taken by the Braves on defense. So the Braves will take a timeout. As we look at the uh, SWAC scoreboard, second quarter underway in Jackson. Jackson at home tonight and Valley at home tonight. All three SWAC Mississippi teams at home tonight. Jackson State 7, Pine Bluff 7 in the second quarter. Grambling over Valley 10 to nothing. That's in the second quarter, that game in Itabina. Um, no score, Preview and Alabama State. And Alabama A&M and Texas Southern, no score there. So all three teams, all SWAC teams in the state of Mississippi at home tonight. Wow, that's that's how thank you. Wow, that's all right. Well, just got an update. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jackson State with a field goal. They're up 10 to 7 over UAPB. Of course, Jackson State, they had Grambling on the ropes. A touchdown late by the Tigers off of Jackson State turnover. 29 seconds into this second quarter. Third down and five coming up for Austin Howard and the Jaguars in this 3-3 game. Bell in the backfield. Tight end in motion. Howard looks. Check down wide open. 30, 25, 20. The edge inside the 10, inside the 5, down the 1 at the goal line. Touchdown, Jaguars. Nifty running. The Jaguars have the lead. The check down to Bell. Outside, inside, outside, inside, and into the end zone, Cedric Tillman for the touchdown. Still not sure whose assignment that is. Well, Cedric, I mean, the edges have been wide open for the Jaguars here. Southern with the lead now 10-3 with the PAT. 39 seconds. Bell on the check down. Adds to the lead here. And the Jaguars through the first quarter have outgained the Braves 158 to 14 and they just added to that with the touchdown and the Braves are down 10 to 3 39 seconds into the second quarter Jay Miles and that stuns the fans here at Sphinx well, Castle course. of course it does I mean it, it stung me it's like it's like said to say somebody is just you know who is who's the assignment guy that's supposed to be watching that because they're the players are getting outside in the open you do the little check down and you got a receiver uh, that's wide open and they're getting the ball there, and here we go. And he has some shifty moves, and he scored. So, uh, you know, they're going to have to work on that. They're going to have to work on everybody needs to know their assignment and pick up their man and try to do, you know, this is, wow. And that's what's happening. Nothing fancy. Again, nothing fancy about the Jaguars. And they're keeping Austin Howard upright. They had the big hit on him in right. the first quarter. but. Yeah. Other than that, Cedric Tillman, Austin Howard has pretty much done what he's wanted to do despite the fact that he's not 100%. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's give credit to this offensive line. He's definitely given him time to do that, Charles. And uh, he had time to go through his progressions. He went down the middle and, and off to the uh, the deep out, and uh, he found that guy just wide open in, on the flat, Charles. So he, he's definitely doing a great job, and Bryce got to uh, uh, make an adjustment to this. Well, Southern approaching 200 yards of total offense in this first half. And we have still have 14-21 left in it. Bray's got to get going here. I mean, the defense set up the only score to this point, but the offense is kind of stuck in, stuck in the mud here. Early second quarter here is the kick. I mean, Southern's defense is not bad either, so we got to keep that in mind. Here's right. a return from the 18 to the 20, 25, and Marquise Warford and all kinds of traffic dragged down. Progress around the 22-yard line, a four-yard return. Grambling has added a safety, and they lead Valley 12 to nothing with 12 and a half minutes left 
in the first half in Itabina. Don't forget the Fred Bigner radio show coming your way Monday night, all the highlights of this game. You can tweet a question, Tall Man Radio. You can tweet a question anytime. You can even text a question, area code 601-300-3124. And, of course, you can call in a question. We'll have all the highlights and reaction from this game, SWAC report, and we'll preview Texas Southern next week. It's an 8 o'clock kick down at Compass Stadium, and that game does not, I repeat, and I'll repeat it again, that game does not count in the SWAC standings. Lenoris Footman. There's a fumble, and it looks like Footman fell on it. Boy, the Braves are very much out of sync. Footman 0 for 4, passing. And that time, just a, a fumble and very fortunate, Jay Miles, that he fell on it. It was very fortunate, Charles. Yeah, they're out of sync. They're out of sync, and that exchange was not good. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to get something going here. We're just we're out of sync, so... A loss of five, second down and 15 for Foote and the Braves. Remember, Foote was the offensive player of the week last week, 424 passing in the loss of McNeese. Play action for Foote here. Pressure coming. He's going to lob this low, incomplete on the square out intended for Charles Hughes. He underthrew that, and now we've got a flag here. Yeah, he knew that was coming. There's a flag here, Cedric Tillman. Let's check in with you. A late flag on this near side. Yeah, it was a late flag, and... Well, one of the officials actually was standing right there and saw the whole thing. He didn't throw the flag, but the lineman just definitely called it. But it was definitely after the play. So. It was. Yep. Personal foul against the Braves, a takedown. Third down here. Wow. I saw that, I saw that from up here. It was, it was going to get called. Well, these penalties, that's the third penalty for 25 yards for the Braves. And the Braves are pushed all the way back inside their 15 to the 10, and they need to get to the 34. So third and 24 for the Braves. Down 10 to 3. Footman on third down will keep it. Norris Footman trying to get the edge, sheds a couple of tacklers. Cuts it down the sideline and just goes out of bounds at the 16. Well, not much running there. Going to bring up fourth down. And the Braves are forced to punt with 13-22 left. This is not what the Braves wanted to have happen. Southern with a touchdown lead. I think the Jaguars with a quarterback that's not 100%, who's been the rally cry in his first half. I mean, he's gutting this one out. He actually limped out of this game for a play, came back, and uh, just rallying around him and putting the team on his shoulders and saying, you know what, I'm ready to go. Let's go. And the Jaguars are doing that. They have a 10-3 lead with 13 minutes left. Here's McCullough. A good kick here after a three-yard punt the last time. It's going to be returned. And a big hit of Declater here, 35. Danny Johnson in the 40, 45 midfield, 45. Sheds a tackler, 40, gets by McCullough down the sideline, and Danny Johnson goes out of bounds at the 20. Well, no Willie Quinn, no problem. Danny Johnson stepping in nicely all the way inside the 25 to the 24. There was a big block there, Cedric Tillman, that sprung him loose. Yeah, I thought he was going to make a play on it, but uh, he got a nice little block that sprung that, and nobody was definitely in the middle of the field, and he broke out to the outside. 
Jerome, this is a big drive right here for the Yes, Braves. it is. It's, it's a big one, Charles, and we really need to do, you know, the defense needs to step up, play, you know, and try to hold them to at least a field goal, not to get them in, not to let them get into the end zone because uh, this is a big play. This is a big drive. First and 10 for the Jaguars at the 25 of Alcorn. 10-3 Southern with the lead. And here's a play action. Here's a pass incomplete. Well, that was open. It went behind Menard on the post. Second down. They're picking on Diego Sama. Second down and 10. Well, you talk about rest versus rust. Austin Howard has had the rest, but he's obviously rusty. And there were three or four passes, Jay Miles, that he has missed that he yep. probably would hit. Receivers yep. have been open. Right. I think not practicing and not doing much, that's the difference. Of course, that's that's what it is. I mean, he's putting it there, but he's just overthrowing his receivers. Or throwing behind them as well. Right, oh, right. Or throwing behind them, right. That's Second correct. and ten. Howard back to pass, looking right all the way. Well, he's had a good pocket. This is a whole wide open. This is incomplete again. Overthrown the intended receiver on this near side. And that was Edwards. He was open on that edge, and he overshot him. The same play, Cedric Tillman, that they just scored on. And there's a penalty against the Braves here. Like the Braves might have been offside, Cedric. No, I, I, I didn't see that, but I didn't even see the flag or hear the call. So. Well, it was a five-yard penalty. The play continued. I think it was uh, the Braves were offsides. Second down and five was a five-yard penalty. So second and five for the Jaguars. Howard again looks, throws, bullet incomplete. Boy, he's throwing it right on receivers. A low ball incomplete. Third down coming up here. Third down, pass intended for Menard. He wants to stay in the game. Coaches call him out of the game. So third down and five. Jay Miles, there's a big play here. Yes, it is, Charles. And we need to tighten down, the defense tighten down, and let them get him uh, at least get out uh, with a field goal. But we don't need to let them score. We, you know, because uh, we, we, we're just out of sync right now. Third and five from the 20 of Alcorn. Southern with a 10-3 lead. Howard back to pass. Steps up. Check down. Catch 10-5 down to the goal line. Boy, Howard stepped up, and that made all the difference in the world. And that's a first down for the Jaguars with the catch underneath is Jamar Washington, the wide receiver on the rub route, turned it upfield and is down at the one. First and goal there. Southern threatening a two-score advantage here with 12-24 left here in the first half. Southern out of the no huddle. First down and goal. Here's Bell, and he's in. Touchdown. Well, you talk about a stunner here at Spinks on the 25th anniversary of this great yeah. stadium, and this great stadium is in shock right now because the Jaguars, Cedric Tillman, have built a 16-3 lead here in the second quarter. Yeah, like I said, it's Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is just great football. Braves um, just not in coverage, y'all. We don't have an answer on defense, you know. The offense is sputtering, so we got to come out and play some football. You know what I really thought? I thought Southern was going to 
make this game such a, a crawl hmm. that it would just put you to sleep. Well, if you can run the football and, you know, you got receivers running around the football field wide open, you know, I think with two broke ankles can throw it, Joss. And Austin Howard, Jerome, has had protection as well. I mean, that's, he's been that's hit one key. time. That's yep. the key because they already yep. know that, okay, he's already banged up. So we're going to take a gamble and play him, but we need the offensive line to give him protection. And that's what they're doing. And, you know, they say just despite being rusty, he's not really putting them like where he needs to be at, but he's playing good football in the pocket because the offensive line is protecting him. Well, the key right now, the Braves not getting to Austin Howard. Yep. The Braves defense not covering the edges. And the offense is sputtering. PAT is good. It's all working for the Jaguars right now. 12.07 left in the first half. And Southern here at Spinks up 17-3. We'll take this timeout. We'll be right back after this on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouth full, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Well, UAPB just got a safety. It's 10-9. Jackson State with the lead over UAPB in the second quarter. We'll continue to update the uh, SWAC scoreboard. The Jaguars with a 17-3 lead here in the second quarter. And right now the Braves offensively struggling, defensively struggling. And got to find some answers, starting maybe with a good kickoff return. Here with 12.07 left here in this second quarter. A lot of football left. Right. But it's, but it's very obvious. They're not going to kick. They're not going to kick the ball for. If you notice, well, that's a kick to him right there. Well, he's going to return it yeah, from the ten yard line place. to the fifteen to the twenty. Warford hemmed in, and Warford goes out of bounds. Ooh, and he's popped right along the sideline. It's been a late hit. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Stanchek wanting a late, late. hit. Yeah, Warford gets late. up. Yeah, that was One late. of his players drags him out of the fray, yeah. and uh, Warford just calmly walks the other way. You know, I'm looking at it. He he's he's going here on this side of the field. If he cuts back and go up, the, or when he gets the ball, Charles goes straight up. It's straight direction. He's, I don't know. He's coming over here and he's, he's getting pent up. That's the second time that he's done that. He's got pent up over here on this side of the field. If he just stays and go, you know, just go straight up with a head of steam, maybe he, we he can pick up some better yards than what he's doing. And they special teams, it's on. They're they on point. They don't point to stop it. Well, let's see if the Braves, their defense has been on the field a lot. Let's see if the offense can move the chains here and rest the defense. Down 17-3. to three. And uh, here's Footman on the carry. Footman to the 30. Footman goes out of bounds at the 
five-yard line. A gain of ten and a half. That's going to be good enough for the first down. Well, first down at the 35-yard line. Well, that's a good start. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 17-3, Southern with the lead in the second quarter. 11.45 and counting left. Pistol formation here. Footman, and here's Delance Turner straight up the middle. Here's Delance Turner to the 50, to the 45, being chased from behind, 40-35, and goes out of bounds at the 29-yard line. 36-yard run by DeLance Turner. That's the best run the Braves have had in a couple of weeks. Yes, it have, and we needed that, Charles. We really needed that. We needed what Footman did and what uh, Turner just did. We needed Let's go. Oh, the Braves are going fast here. This is what they wanted to do coming in. The Braves are ready to snap it here, first and 10 from the 29. And here's Lenore's Footman trying to keep it, turns it inside of the 25 and all kinds of traffic, 24-23, 22-yard line, uh, gain of seven. With 11.08 left here in this first half. Well, Cedric Tillman, that's the best run by DeLance Turner that we've had in a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, we needed that spark, Charles. We had a hard time getting that spark in the last couple of possessions because of the penalties. So we definitely need to run the football. All right, so second down. And here's DeLance Turner. Picks up the first down, a big hole, and a first down at the 15-yard line with 10.46 left. So the Braves getting back to what they do, running the football. It's a big run by Turner. Lenore's Footman with a run. So the Braves on this drive running the football. They mark it at the 14. 14 at the 14-yard line of Southern with 10 and a half left in this first half. Southern 17 and all corn three. First down from the 14 of Southern. Braves in the red zone. Pistol formation. Here is Delance Turner. Bounced off a defender and is thrown down. There was a wall right up the middle, and he had nowhere to go. Loss of two to the 17, second down, and 13. About two-and-a-half-yard loss there. Second down and long for the Braves at the 17 of Southern. Ten to play in this first half. Shocker at Spinks so far. Jaguars, 17. Your Braves, three. Second down and 13 for the Braves. Right to left in the second quarter at the 17 of Southern. On second down, play action for Footman. Rolling to his right. Here's a lob, and it's going to be thrown high and complete. Intended for Jalen Walker. Or balls are sailing on Lenore's Footman here. Cedric Tillman, third and long. Yeah, it definitely wasn't open. He didn't have anybody on that one, Charles. So Southern played that one pretty good. And Jay Miles, you were looking at something from up here. Warford was open. I'm looking at Warford, Charles. He was open. Yeah, Warford was open in the field, out on the flat. He was open. Well, third down and 13 here. Braves behind the chains this is where they don't want to be here. Play clock at eight. They're trying to get lined up here. Play clock at five, four, three. Looks like they'll get it off. Third down and long. Footman back to pass. Pressure up the middle. Good block. Will check down high. Caught the last turn to the 10, to the five. Turner is going to score. <laughs> Or the Lance Turner, just a nice check down, down the sideline, and carried a Jaguar into the end zone. And that makes it 17-9. He was was not to be denied, Charles. I mean, that was good running, and the the presence of a footman to get it to him, to see him open and get it to him, 
and allow him, and he did the rest, and he wanted, he was not going to be denied. He was going to score. Wow. Nine and a half left. Looks like a good one brewing here. Good response for the Braves. Down 17 to nine. Now come McCullough, making a seven-point game. High snap ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is good. 17 to 10, our score. The Braves down by seven. Now can the defense get off the field? We'll find out after this one-minute break on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. Jack Spinks, Marino Castle Stadium. Razor down 7, 17 to 10 with nine and a half left here in this first half. Back to receive for the Jaguars, Danny Johnson and Timothy Thompson. Well, they kick it to Danny Johnson, who's dangerous. Timothy Thompson in front of him to his right. Danny Johnson at his five-yard line. Let's see what Corey McCullough comes up with here on this kickoff. He steps into it. Here's the kick, and Danny Johnson will catch this one on a hop. Up, gets by him into the end zone, out of the back of the end zone. With 9.30 left here in this first half. Next week, we'll be in Houston, an 8 o'clock kickoff, by the way. Next Friday night. We have a Friday night and a Thursday night game coming up. Next Friday, we'll be in Houston the following Thursday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. ESPNU game in Montgomery against Alabama State. So an interesting schedule here, Jay Miles, the next couple of weeks. That is very interesting, Charles. A Friday night game, and then the next time around, a Thursday night. Wow, that is interesting. Well, I can't go to either one. I'll be home. <laughs> yeah, those are two tough trips. That's yes, it is. Yeah, I don't think so. School to the east and west. <laughs> yep. 
All right, first down and 10. Let's see if the Braves defense that came up with a turnover early in this half. Bell to the left of Austin Howard. And the Braves are down by seven. Here's Bell on the stretch play. Stepped over one of his offensive linemen and is brought down for a gain of three. Kind of a delay. Second down and seven. With 9.08 and counting left in this first half. 17 to 10, the Jaguars with the lead. Second down and seven, play clock at 14. Jackson State, 17, UAPB, 16. Wow, a shootout in Jackson. High scoring game, pump and go, and here's a pass. Back shoulder throw, caught Menard. To the 45-yard line, Morrison with the tackle, Cedric Tillman, a perfectly executed back shoulder throw to Randall Menard. Yeah, just one-on-one on the outside. He had great coverage, you know. That was just a great play to throw the back shoulder, Charles, and a nice kick. First down. Here's another pass. This is pitch and catch here, a gain of eight. I mean, despite the fact that you have a quarterback that's banged up, the Jaguars are throwing it all over the yard. A gain of six, second down and four with 8-12 left. I mean, we thought Southern was going to come in and run the football, and they have. Yeah, they have. But they're also yeah. throwing the football all over the place. Bell to the right of Austin Howard, second down and four. They embrace territory at the 48, 17-10, Southern with the lead. Brace got to continue to get pressure on Howard. Play clock at nine. Howard back to pass, steps up, will check down again, open catch, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, to the end zone, and it's a touchdown for the Jaguars. Again, on this near side, a flag at the end for celebration. The Jaguars with a touchdown, and unbelievable of the same play again in which they vacated and wide open down the far side of the field. Touchdown Southern. Same play. Yep. All right, Same. let's get the penalty. Number 82 on the scoring team. That's number 82's first unsportsmanlike foul in the ball game. The penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. That's Dennis Craig, the tight end, who just scored the touchdown. Cedric Tillman, it's the same plays. Just like last week, what is happening with the edges here? Because the Braves are leaving receivers wide open left and or right. Well, they're one-on-one on the outside, and the slot receiver is coming on a drag route, Charles. And we have uh, one defender on him, and he didn't know if he should go with the guy on the drag route uh, or the guy coming out in the flat. And by the time he decided, they had uh, Howard had already threw the ball out in the flat, and he just went down the sideline. So you only had that cornerback on this side that could actually make a play on it, and he couldn't make a play on it. He walked in the end zone. And Cedric Thomas, the Braves' defensive coordinator, I mean, I'm looking at him, and he is beyond frustrated on this sideline. I mean, you know, it's, he is uh, 
Mm. Body language, obviously not happy, but these same plays. I mean, McNeese had the tight end underneath last week, the same yep. play same that play. accounted for three touchdowns. Yeah. And the Braves just not accounting for the edges here. No, we're not. And the touchdown was by Dennis Craig. Once he got that edge, he just needed a couple of blocks and he scampered into the end zone. So Dennis Craig with 7.38 left here in the first half. The Jaguars, after the Braves, Jay Miles responded. The Jaguars come right back, and it's 24-10. They did come right back, Charles, with the same plays. And, of course, nothing again. Nothing fancy. Uh, when you clear out, you check down, play, whatever, and the receiver's wide open, and one man to beat, and uh, he beat it. Going to the end zone. Well, everybody, you know, you talk to the prognosticators, yeah. the SWAC officials that know how these things ebb and flow. I guarantee, other than the Jaguar Nation, outsiders haven't given Southern a, a chance in the no. world to win this game, no. and they're proving otherwise. And Dawson Odom said Monday, look, I like my team. I like our chances. Despite the injuries, guys banged up. I like my team's chances. And so far, he's proven it to be right. Yes, he has, Charles. He really has. And, of course, Howard has been the big story. And, they're, you know, they're not getting any pressure on him. He's standing in the pocket. He's, you know. He's comfortable, and he's going to do it. Here is the catch. Marquise Warford ranging to his right. going to sail out of bounds. So the Braves have good field position here with 7.37 left in the first half. That should help the Braves cause. Kick out of bounds for the kicking team. Five-yard penalty from where the kick was kicked. Re-kick. 7.37 left in the first half. Alabama A&M all over Texas Southern. 23 to nothing. Wow, how wow. about that score? Yeah. Halftime. That was a late scoring, slow in getting the scores <laughs> in, but A&M, it just popped wow. up. 23 to nothing over Texas Southern <laughs> at halftime. Wow. Well, of course, we're going to Texas Southern next Friday yeah. night. Jay Kristoff, we'll see him next week. 22 to nothing Grambling over Valley with 143 left. And here, 24 to 10, Southern with the lead. And they're going to make Southern kick it again. Well, Texas Southern, a team that I, I consider right on the cusp. I mean, they've got some work to do. They're kind of right in the middle. We saw them last year here on homecoming. Mm -hmm. A team that, you know, a play here, play there. They could have won the game here on our homecoming last year. Yeah, he sure could have. <laughs> and uh, you, you thought that Texas Southern was on, on the rise. They yeah. lost to Houston Baptist. But clearly Alabama A&M at home. Yeah. James Spady and his ball club wow. looking for their first win. They're on their way there. Here's the kick here. Warford ranging to his right. will catch it at the 16-yard line. He's to the 20. He's to the 30. Warford to the 40. Warford out to the 45-yard line. So Marquise Warford, a decent return, and the Braves will have it at the 45-yard line. All right, so we have 7.28 left in this first half. Jay Miles, this is a huge drive for the Braves here yes, with 7.28 left. Yes, sir, Charles. It is. It's a huge drive. We don't need to go three and out. We need to keep the ball moving. And try to we need to we need to score. We need to answer back here. You know, Southerners went down and scored on us after we scored, so we need to answer back. Take our time, and don't go three and out. You know, move the ball like we've been doing. The running game is back, so we need to get that going. Well, we've been able to run the ball with yeah, Footman and Delance Turner. We right. haven't seen P.J. Simmons yet. 
So first and 10 for the Braves at their 45-yard line. Eppins, here's P.J. Simmons, and he's going to be dragged down yeah. for a loss of a yard. So P.J. Simmons, we just talked about him. Yeah, we did. Yep. Second down and 11 with 7.17 left in this first half. And then we also talked about not going three and out. We need to keep this, you know, we need to keep this ball moving, keep the series going so we can try to at least, if not a, if not a score, if not a touchdown, get a field goal. You know, but we need a touchdown. Second down and 11 for the Braves at their own 44 with 6.56 left in the second quarter. 24 to 10, the Jaguars with the lead. Footman check down. This is a catch in Orlando Veals. A little check down to the 49-yard line. Well, Cedric Tillman, third down and four coming up for the Braves. Yeah, we definitely got to pick it up here to keep this going, Charles. You know, we got time on the clock, you know, try to get another touchdown for her. Well, you're down two scores. You don't want to rush. Don't want to no. make a mistake. No. Third down and four. You've got P.J. Simmons in the backfield. No DeLance Turner on this drive. Three receivers right, one left. Third and four. Play clock at 15. Footman will keep it. Footman to the 50, 45. Footman to the 40, 35. Footman to the 30. It goes out of bounds. Lenore's Footman at the 28-yard line. Gain of 16 for Lenore's Footman. Well, we Footman took it. off left right there, J. Miles. Yes, he did. We did. He knew what he had to do. And he took off left, and he had some blocks. He, you know, moved through some of those defenders and did what we needed to do, get a first down. We needed We didn't need to go three and out. And here on the stretch play, here's Simmons. Simmons to the 25. Simmons to the 20. Stays on his feet to the 10. And the 5 cuts it. Touchdown. Well, P.J. Simmons. We just talked about him. Well, Simmons nifty <laughs> running right there, Cedric Tillman. How about that response? Nice, nice. It's nice. You was just calling his name, Charles. You called him <laughs> at the right time. He came around that edge, Charles. He followed his blocking well on that. And um, that was once he got across that line of scrimmage, Charles, he just picked his way down that sideline. Well, maybe Lenore's footman set that up with that run a moment ago, Cedric, you think? Oh, yeah. It, I'm not sure what type of defense they were in, Charles, but I think they were expecting the Braves to throw the football because uh, Braves, that was a nice play call in there, and uh, we definitely executed that well, Charles. All right, McCullough on. Play clock at 23. Braves standing tall at the line of scrimmage. I don't know what the deal is here on this delay. Play clock. Well, they haven't even reset the play clock. They reset the play clock. The officials now, well, now we got a whistle here. What do we have? <laughs> what we have right here, no penalty or anything. No, I don't know what this no is it's about. not. It's, they're discussing. The referee's looking toward the back of the end zone. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, review on the play. The previous play is on the review. Okay. So, wow. Well, from what I saw, and we'll get the replay of it, I don't think it's even close. I don't think P.J. Simmons came close to the sideline. I guess they, they review every play. If you have replay, you want to review every score. So there may be – now, he was held up, Cedric Tillman, at one point on that run. So maybe that's the only question that we have here. But clearly, from what I saw in the replay – the ruling on the field is confirmed. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even – it wasn't even worth looking at, I don't think, no. Cedric. Well, he definitely did step out of bounds. I know that for a fact because we're standing right here. 
Yeah. So he didn't go down. So I, I don't know what I had to review. Oh, well, you want to review every score, of course. If you have replay, all scores are reviewed anyway. So McCullough on for the point after to make this a seven-point game. Well, the folks here getting their money's worth, that's for sure. Snapback ball now. Uh, the kick is up, and it's good. And it's a seven-point game, 24-17. to 17. And we'll take a one-minute break here from Spinks Castle Stadium. We'll be right back on the Alcorn State University Football Radio Network. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to BeReadyUtah.gov and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by Be Ready Utah, the Division of Emergency Management, FEMA, and the Ed Council. Did anybody expect a shootout here? Because that's what we have going here, Jay Miles, with 554 <laughs> left, 24-17. Southern with the lead, 554 left in the first half. No, Charles, didn't expect a shootout. All right, here is the kick. And it's going to be picked up at the 10-yard line to the 13. The ball came to a complete stop. And on the return, Washington had to go get it. Yeah, he did, and, and glad he did. But uh, still, it was dangerous because, you know, when he, he got popped and could have come loose under that. It could have been a turnover for us. Well, we were lead, you know. But uh, unfortunately, he was able to get it because it came to a complete stop. It just went bam. It was dead right there. All right, so Cedric Tillman, here we go. Let's see if the Braves' defense can get off the field. <laughs> Definitely need to stop here, Charles. We got five minutes left in the football game. If we can get three and out here, we can have enough time to put some more points on the board, Charles. First down for the Jaguars at the 14. Well, they're deep enough in their territory. And what's surprising me is that the Jaguars have done this damage throwing the football. You have a quarterback that's not 100%. And uh, I guess he feels like he's good enough to do what they do. Austin Howard, here's a draw. On first down and a half-yard game, L. Well, I agree with you on that, but too, Charles, he, you know, he's he's comfortable in the, in the pocket uh, because they're, you know, we're not getting any pressure on him. So quite naturally, if you're not putting any pressure on him, even though he's playing on a bum ankle, he's still, baby, he's delivering the ball now. Like I say, some of the passes have been kind of, you know, overthrown or high or whatever, but he's doing a great job. Halftime Valley trails Grambling 22 to nothing. Second down and 10 from the 14. Howard straight back to pass. Try to set up the screen, and he throws it away. There's a flag down here. We might have holding coming up here. He threw that into the ground as pressure was coming. And let's check this marker here. Looks like it's holding. The referee threw the flag. I think it was grounding, so probably a hold coming up against the Jaguars. Personal foul. Chop block. Number 66 and number 64 of the offense. Half the distance to the goal, second down. Well, you see more of that, Cedric Tillman, a chop block. 
Thought it would be a hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought it was a hold too, the way the Braves defenders were, were acting. So it was definitely a chop block. So uh, hopefully we can come up with a stop here, Charles. Second down and 17 with 5.08 left here in this first half. Second and 17, Howard out of the shotgun there. Inside their 10, Howard pass on the edge, and this is a catch. Beer turning it upfield, 10, 15, fumble, he fell on it. Well, the Braves couldn't get their hands on the couldn't ball last week, and this was Dylan Beer, the tight end. He was hit hard, put the ball on the ground, but he fell on it. Outside the 10 to the 12, so it'll bring up third down, Jay Miles, and 12 coming up. Yeah, that, that was one that we really needed to get our hands on, Charles, but unfortunately we didn't. But we need to stop him here. We need to, we need to stop him here. We'll be in good uh, field position, baby. Maybe put an opponent on board. Four and a half left in the first half. 17 for the Braves, 24 for the Jaguars. Braves down by seven. Howard back to pass. Braves pressure. Howard, a loose pressure rolling down the sideline. and just goes out of bounds. He had nowhere to throw it to, nowhere to go, but out of bounds. It'll bring up fourth down. Good job by the defense. Yes, sir. Out the field. Good job, Charles. We needed that. We really did. We needed to put pressure on. And see, we got him out of the pocket, got him out of his comfort zone, and he was under pressure. He felt it, and he did what? The best thing? He ran out of bounds. So we did good. So now we, we should have good field uh, position from way when uh, this kick comes in. And about uh, four minutes on the clock. Yeah, take our time and maybe get a score here. Braves down seven in this shootout. Will, will Marquise Warford get an opportunity? It would be nice if he could, you know. Well, they go kick away from him. Standing at his goal line, and the kick almost blocked. And uh, Warford gets away from it. And it's going to be down at the 47. With 3.58 left. So the Braves in good position here. Braves are down 24 to 17. Cedric Tillman, well, the defense did its job. Can the offense add to their momentum? Hey, we, we were rolling that last possession, Charles. Let's see if we can uh, keep it moving. You know, we got a little bit of the advantage back here. So uh, let's see if the offense can continue to roll. 24-17, Jaguars with 358 left in the first half. Athletic Director for Compliance, Jason Cable, will join us at halftime. First down and 10. Braves have it at their 48-yard line, down by seven. Lenora's footman on the handoff. Here's DeLance Turner with a big hole. 40, 35, down to the 32, thrown down. A gain of 20, a first down for the Braves. Well, that's the Braves running game that we come that, to love. Yes, it. we come to love it, Charles. <laughs> and that was awesome. Good run by Turner. And like you said, we're moving the ball. We're moving. First down at the 32 of Southern. The Braves going fast. Here's Turner again. Turner falls forward for a yard gain. Three and a half minutes left in this first half. Second down and nine for Alcorn. Braves are down 24 to 17. Did we expect this high-scoring game? I certainly didn't. I, I didn't either. I, I didn't, especially when, I, when they said Howard, you know, was not possibly wouldn't play or whatever. I mean, he was dressed out, but no, 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 not not this shootout, uh-uh, not this high score. On second down, Footman, three-step drop, pump, flushed out to his right. Footman can run. Footman to the 30, 25, 20, and goes out of bounds. 
Well, Lenore's Footman, I think it was the pumping go, Cedric Tillman. It wasn't open, and Lenore's Footman found a hole on that right side and picked up the first down. Yeah, it was definitely nothing on this side of the field. He was looking this way, and he rolled out to the right side, Charles, and got some pay dirt on that side and picked up the first down. Braves in the red zone at the 16. Footman, here's the Lance Turner on the stretch play, cuts it back inside, inside the 15, and the Lance Turner down to the 12, a pickup of four, second down and six. 2.38 and counting left in the first half. What does Fred Kice, offensive coordinator, dial up here on second down and six for the Braves at the 12-yard line of Southern? Braves have Marquise Warford slot left, Orlando Beals wide left, Charles Hughes wide right. Second down and six for the Braves at the 12-yard line of the Jaguars down by seven. Play clock at 10. Braves looking back for the scan. Play clock at six. Footman steps back quickly in the shotgun formation. Play clock at three, and they're going to call a timeout. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Timeout. Alcorn State. They're second. Braves are down to one timeout remaining. Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel is the place to be. Book your stay today at the newly renovated hotel. Enjoy a full gaming experience with 400 slots, 16 table games, and a live poker room. Magnolia Bluffs also houses three fantastic dining experiences. Try the Prime Cup Steakhouse with the best view on the Mississippi River, the Sports Theme Bistro, or the Bandsaw Buffet, featuring an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet every weekend, and that includes tonight. For more information, go to magnoliabluffs.com. Of course, homecoming, the next home game. Save the date, October 14th, as Preview comes to town. Every day we're lit. That's the theme for homecoming. All nights are leading in tradition in every facet of life. And as we celebrate homecoming October 14th, as Willie Simmons and the Prairie View Panthers come to town for that one. That should, I think that game is going to yes. be like this game. Yes, a shootout. it is. It is. It'll shoot out, and of course. I, yeah. Prairie View's a team that can score. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. the one problem Prairie View has had the last couple of weeks against Sam Houston and uh, Nickel State. They've gotten off to slow starts. They found their way in the second half, but they dug themselves early holes. We'll see how it turns out here in a few weeks, our next home game on homecoming, a 2 o'clock kickoff. Second down and six for the Braves at the 12-yard line of Southern. Lenores Footman on the read option. Footman being chasing down. He goes. He kind of collided with the Lance Turner. They he blew did. the play up, and yep. Footman down back to the 19-yard line. We're to bring up third down, Cedric Tillman, and 13. Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on on that play, but they defended it well. So uh, I think he really wanted to throw that ball away, but he just went down. So uh, Braves definitely need to connect here on this. Well, if you don't pick up a first down, you got a 36-yard field goal attempt by McCullough. He attempted third and 13. For the Braves with 124 and counting left. Braves have one timeout. They're down 24-17. Footman back to pass. Rolling to his right. Rolling. Looking back to his left. Good pocket. 
Flushed out again to his right and just throws it away. I think, again, they were looking back across the field. He rolled to his right, was looking for someone open left. There was nothing there, and Footman had to throw it away. Yeah, he, he did, and that's what he was doing. He was looking back, and everybody was covered, Charles. So got to give Southern Jaguars defense good job. They covered it. They covered all their men were covered. So smart thing to do is throw it away and uh, get McCullough a chance to at least put three more onto our 17. I think Footman was looking for either Brandon Campbell or Jaquavian Bowles, the two tight ends on that left side. So McCullough on from 36, right up the middle. Snap back ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Hey, we'll take the points anyway. We can get it. Raise down yes, four <laughs> with a minute six left in this first half. We'll take this quick timeout from C Spire on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. It's game day. You've got things to do. Ten games to stream. Good morning, football fans. That's why Seaspire invested in more towers for more power. More towers give you more streaming, more sharing, more cheering. We know what football means to you, so our network has you covered. At Seaspire, we work for fans. Seaspire, customer inspired. Switch to Seaspire and get Galaxy S8 free with trade in. Details at Seaspire.com. All right, welcome back. We are live here at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium here at Alcorn State University. Good first half, entertaining first half. Jaguars on two different occasions have had a two-score lead, and the Braves are down by four, 24-20, with 106 left here in this first half. Now the Jaguars are able to move the football of short Cedric Tillman, so the Braves' defense is going to have to be on alert here late first half. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we've got a minute left here, and um, Braves just got to get off the football field here, Charles, and go into halftime. And um, best part about it, we get the ball back uh, at the beginning of the second half. Of course, conference play beginning in earnest, this seven-game mandate. The Braves, by the way, there are seven games, four in the east, the Bama teams, Valley Jackson State, three in the west, Southern, Grambling, Preview are the seven games that count for Alcorn. Here is the kick. Coffin corner right side, return from the 20-yard line, 25 to the 30, 35, and uh, that's where the pile will stop and go back. Progress to the 34 and a half. So first down and 10 with the return. So the Jaguars will have it at the 34-yard line. Jay Miles, what do you expect here from the Jaguars with a minute left in this first half? Uh Maybe, well, basically what they've been doing. You know, a little quick here, quick there. Uh, check downs, and everybody need to pick up their men. I mean, nobody needs to leave your uh, defender, offensive player. Uh, you know, cover him. You got to cover, cover, cover. Well, first down for the Jaguars. Yep. Here's Edwards. Edwards squeaks through to the 37. Southern might be content to get to the locker room here. Yeah, that's it true, gets too. to the 38. So a gain of four, second down and six. Southern in the no huddle, 43 yeah. seconds left. Southern trying to get lined up here. Braves down by four. Don't want to allow late points by the Jaguars here. That's On second I mean. down and six. And here's Edwards again. On the stretch play, Edwards to the 40. And progress stopped there. It'll bring up third down and four coming up with 20 seconds left. The Jaguars, I think, are ready to get in the locker room here. They're in a no hurry. 
14 seconds left. I think that'll be the final play of this first half. Yep, the Jaguars are headed to the locker room. So are the Braves. And it's halftime here at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium. An entertaining first half. The Jaguar band is ready to perform already yes, here. <laughs> They're lined up and ready to go while the Braves players still trying to get yeah. themselves into the locker room. And uh, Cedric Tillman finding Coach Fred McNair, and here he comes. Cedric Tillman with head coach Fred McNair with first half. Thoughts. Okay, Coach Stouts first half. Just mistakes in, in coverage, and you just got to execute on offense. You just got to shut down. Okay, coach. All right, Charles. All right. Southern University's band uh, already to perform. That's one of the quickest starts that we've seen to start, Jay Miles, to start a band performance. <laughs> right. That is quick. I mean, you know, Cedric had to get out of the way. They were about to run over him. But, yeah, that's quick. Normally you try to get set up, get your play or whatever. But, man, that was quick. All right, so we'll take a break here. Jason Cable, the director of athletic compliance, will join us coming up on the other side of this timeout. Southern 24, Alcorn 20 at the break. We'll take a one-minute break from Spinks Castle Stadium. You're listening live to the Alcorn State University Football Radio Network. Time of all Queen Braves football here on the Saturday night. It's all from the Southern University Big Game here. First conference game of the year for both Alcorn and Southern. Swag time. This is what it's all about here. Southwestern Athletic Conference. Second half play by play. Coming up. This week on After Half, we're going to talk a little bit about athletic compliance. One of the most important aspect in athletics. Your student athletes have to be eligible. All sorts of rules and eligibility in the landscape. Is changing, forever changing. And to talk about that is Jason Cable, Athletic Director, uh, Compliance Area. He's over Athletic Compliance, and he joins us here on the Halftime Show. We appreciate it. Yes, thanks for having me. Well, one of the things we wanted to talk about, uh, what, uh, about a month ago, month and a half, uh, took a trip to Puerto Rico with the men's basketball team, a great experience there. As a former Alcorn player yourself, I'm sure you wish you would have the opportunity to play in those type of tournaments because you don't do it 
but so often. But I got an opportunity to kind of uh, be knowledgeable about their culture. I had opportunity to take several tours. So it was a learning experience on and off the court for our student athletes. And it's something that we're very proud of that we were able to do. How easy or how tough is that to pull off, even though you can only do it so often, just putting all the logistics and everything together? Um, it, it's kind of difficult. You, you definitely have to have a connection uh, with the group that puts those types of tournaments on. And, and Coach Robinson um, had a connection. He, he was able to pursue it and get it done. So um, he, he did a great job in putting it together. And like I said before, I think it was just a great experience for our student athletes. We're here on At the Half of All Corn Braves football here against Southern University talking with Jason Cable, athletic director for the compliance here at Alcorn State University. Former Alcorn basketball player is talking about the Puerto Rico trip. Speaking of APR, you know, when the whole APR thing was rolled out, you know, it, it, it put a scare in everybody. Is APR still the big scary boogeyman in the room? Or considering the fact that every university has had to make adjustments to it, it's not as big of a monster to deal with as it used to be. Oh, well, I think we have systems in place, so for us, it's, it's not a monster to deal with. Uh, just make, make sh making sure that we do meet those benchmarks. Uh, our institutional benchmarks are much greater uh, than the uh, NCAA benchmarks at this time. So I think as long as we continue to meet our institutional benchmarks and, and just stay within our philosophy of graduating student-athletes and preparing them for the next 40 years of our, of our life, of their life, uh, I think we'll be in good shape. So I think we, we, we definitely uh, want to pay attention to APR and make sure we meet those benchmarks, but I think our philosophy and change of culture will allow us to uh, exceed those benchmarks and raise the expectations for our student-athletes. Well, you've made some great improvements within and making sure student athletes have the best academic experience. You go down to the Whitney Arena, uh, computer labs, and just opportunities and just situations where student athletes can be not only be successful on the quarter field, but academically, everything kind of under one roof. Talk about that. Yeah, we created what under the president's office, uh, we have the uh, Office of Athletic Compliance and Academic Services. And so the purpose of our office is really to put student athletes in the best situation to be successful, not only in the classroom, but in life. So we created the 440 initiative. Uh, the purpose of that initiative is to prepare student athletes within a four-year period to be successful for the next 40 years of their life. So we think of it as an opportunity to produce leaders. Uh, so not only are we preparing them in the classroom, but we want to prepare them to get a job when they leave Alcorn in their desired career field. Uh, so, the, so the new office <clears throat> has been able to garner resources from the NCAA. Uh, we received a $900,000 grant. Um, uh, three years ago to really enhance the academic performance. So when you speak about opportunities, uh, we have programming, financial literacy, uh, values clarification, time management. Uh, we have a whole uh, list of programs that we want to make sure our student athletes have an opportunity to participate. You know, for all the talk of the NCAA being the big, the big bad guy on one hand and they hand down stiff punishments, on the other side, you've been able to write these grants and use the NCA for the benefit of the university. So it kind of works both ways, and you're kind of in the middle of that. Just, just talk about balancing out both, trying to keep athletics above board, and at the same time, you're able to get resources and funding from the NCAA. Yes, yeah, so the NCAA um, is twofold. One, one, they hold you accountable, and, and then two, um, they want to make sure that you have the opportunity to receive resources 
to uh, strengthen the program. So just making sure that the institution is aware of those opportunities and applying for those opportunities is definitely an institutional effort. Um, athletics in itself um, cannot do it, uh, do it in terms of uh, providing all the resources to the student athletes. So we partner just about whatever department on campus, academic affairs, um, university college, uh, uh, career services. Uh, so I like to say we're in everybody's pocket. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's definitely an institutional effort. So when we write those grants, we can, everyone is included. And, uh, so it's, it's just not an athletic grant. It's an institutional grant to prove the overall success of the student athlete population. One of the things that, that we've talked about in the past is the connection between uh, the registrar's office, athletics, your office, all of that has to work in concert. If there's a separation or if, if everyone's not on the same page, it could lead to problems, couldn't it? Definitely, definitely. And I think that uh, we, we have a student, Office of Student Records now, uh, which uh, Dr. James would be playing with overseas. And so we have a new platform, Go.All for them. Uh, where you know we are always in communication uh, about the academic performance of our student athletes and monitoring their progress towards the group. So you're exactly right. But I think we have a system. I said it before. We have a systems in place really where uh, everyone is in in the, in the loop, so to speak. Um, everyone uh, is aware of the, of the NCAA rules and regulations as it pertains to their area. And we just make sure, you know, that we stay in constant communication to benefit the student-athletes. Continued education of the rules. You know, you read about schools all the time, you know, institutional control and all that. Just continued education. What do you do in your office to continue that process of educating student-athletes, coaches, assistant coaches? This is new. It's not new now. The Head Coach Accountability Act, that is, that is such an important thing. Talk a little bit about that and how that matters in this whole scheme of things. You, know, you talk about head coach responsibility. The head coach is responsible for the actions of assistant coaches. Um, so if assistant coach goes out and commits, a, um, for instance, a recruiting violation, if the head coach cannot show um, that he educated that, that particular uh, coach, uh, then the onus of that violation falls on the head coach. Uh, so what we do in our office is we, we have monthly uh, compliance mini sessions with coaches, staff, um, and and anyone who's associated with athletics. Um, so that monthly rules education really provides updated information from the NCAA um, related to that particular time of the year. Uh, additionally, we send out a um, compliance newsletter called All Point Advice. Uh, we send it out to alums, uh, individuals on campus, and also individuals within the athletic department to kind of give them a visual update of any, any hot topics. And uh, just try to educate the body as much as we can, and I think if we do that, you know, over a period of time, we've been doing it for two years uh, constantly, so over a period of time, I, I, I think that we'll have a well-educated institution and constituent group. You talk about what Coach McNair has done. This is his second season and trying to deal with that because, you know, he was riding the car as an assistant. Now he's driving the car. So trying to make that connection in that seat as a head coach dealing with compliance. Just talk about how the football program has done as a whole when you're talking about compliance and keeping everything above board there. Yeah, uh, Coach McNair is, is wonderful. I mean, he's very involved in the overall success of the program, inclusive of compliance and academics. So he definitely holds the student athletes accountable academically and his coach, coaches accountable as it relates to NCAA compliance. Uh, he's one of the head coaches, like I said, is very involved 
Uh, we talk uh, at least once a week. If there's a compliance question or compliance issue, uh, he calls me uh, or he emails me. Um, so, I mean, we're in constant communication. I think that relationship is the best I ever had with a, with a head coach. Uh, so, I think moving forward, we'll be in good shape. How often do head coaches have conversations with you about compliance issues? Is it a daily thing? Is it a weekly thing? Twice a week? How often are conversations had? As needed, um, depending on the time of the year. So, um, you know, when we get into recruiting season for football, which probably next month or so, will be hot and heavy. Uh, you got more communication with uh, with football. Uh, right now, basketball is in their evaluation period, so we have a lot of conversation with uh, men's basketball as it relates to recruiting. Uh, so it just depends on the type type of I mean time of the year and program. Uh, but I would say during the recruiting period for all sports, uh, that communication is heightened. And really, for football, with early signing period, there have been some changes there. It appears as if uh, the NCAA is trying to open up some different windows. Talk about that and how that could impact things. Oh, uh, it just it it, it impacts um, coaches in terms of the way they recruit student athletes. Um, it touches, you know, the evaluation periods. How early you get out with an earlier uh, signing period. You want to see kids a little earlier. You want to you want to make sure that you're in communication with compliance about eligibility a little bit earlier. So I, I, I've seen some of that uh, this year, but overall, I don't I don't think it would impact our institution from a compliance perspective. Like I said, we have systems in place, but I think it's an adjustment on the coaches in, in terms of time. Kind of a low key guy, and your office, and I guess compliance offices kind of work. You know, underneath the shadows and making sure things are, are where they need to be. Just, just talk about how you keep things organized and stay on top of things because it's it's ever changing. Well, you, you have to have systems in place. So I, I'm, a, I'm a very system heavy guy. I believe in putting everything on paper in terms of deadlines and who's responsible um, for those action items. You know, so we have three or four calendars. I mean, my staff, <laughs> my staff gets on me all the time because we're always meeting about completing tasks, what's the next task? And, and the thing about compliance, you have to do the little things every day um, to prevent any major uh, violations or major mishaps. So we want to make sure that every day that we're doing the little things, kind of like the duck, right? You know, he, he's on top of water, seems like everything's smooth, but on the bottom water, he's kicking like heck. <laughs> you know, so that's how we work in compliance. We're kicking like heck every day to make sure that we can stay afloat. What's, what's the one big thing, what's the one big initiative going forward now that we have to pay attention to, if, if anything? Uh, I think it's, it's really um, everything, uh, because the landscape of NCAA compliance changed. It, it, so for instance, it was 96 proposals that passed last year, and a number of those proposals were set forth by the autonomy conferences, which really don't affect us. Maybe three or four years from now, they will affect us. They will trickle down, and some of those things are Time demands, you know, cost of attendance, things that um, that have a budget impact that our institutions really can't afford to be in the conversation uh, right now. But years from now, maybe three or four years from now, that those may be topics that we may have to take on and make some conference level or institution level decisions. That's one of the big things at the Power Five and others: the cost of attendance. Do you see, as a, as a person that deals with this stuff every day, do you see the swack or all corn dealing with cost of attendance? Maybe not now, but somewhere in the distant or near future. Yeah, I'm not a psychic, but I would think you know three or four years from now, uh, you will, we will have to have a conversation about cost of attendance. There are other schools at the FCS level 
they've already adopted some form of cost of attendance. So it's going to affect the recruitment landscape, right? So um, we're going to have to have, start having those conversations, and I would think uh, it will come to a head probably in about three or four years. The landscape is forever changing in the world of athletic compliance, and to keep on top of it is Jason Cable, former Alcorn basketball player, played for the great, the late Davey Whitney. Sam West, the assistant coach, was uh, now radio guy for Jackson State, does color, always talk about the great memories of those great times and loves where the basketball program is now and staying on top of athletic compliance. We really appreciate you coming on. It's great to be, be, be on, Chuck. Very rarely do I have an opportunity to talk about athletic compliance. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate his time here on this Saturday night. We'll take a break. We'll have first half stats, second half play-by-play coming up from Spinks Castle Stadium on the 25th anniversary of the opening of this great facility. We'll give you the first half numbers coming up after this one-minute break on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Jack Spinks, Marino Casam Stadium. Halftime, let's give you the numbers here. Southern J. Miles has run 22 more plays. Mm-hmm. Southern's on pace for 96 plays in this game. They've outgained the Braves 291 to 180. 22 more plays. The Braves 156 yards rushing, but Southern 216 yards passing. The Braves are only down four, despite the fact that Lenoris Footman is two of eight for 24 yards in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing. And we're only down by four, despite the fact that at first, Charles, we were, you know, we wasn't in sync. Offense wasn't, you know, sluggish and everything. Defense were at points doing a good job, but then um, Southern started, you know, nothing again, nothing fancy, but. Southern Stars getting the little check downs and different things. You know, tight ends know exactly where to go to pick up the first down. And um, we finally start making some headway and start doing some things. And going back to what we do best is running. And like you said, that's something that we hadn't did in the last two weeks as far as running the ball. But we did. So, um, otherwise, that we could this score could be worse, Charles. But, however, it's 24-20. Yeah, the Jaguars, 18-32 time of possession to 11-28. Yeah. There have been eight penalties in this game. As we uh, recap the scoring for Ahas, a 35-yard field goal to put Southern up. McCullough's 39-yard field goal tied the game at three. Ben, a 23-yard pass from Austin Howard to make it 10-3. And then Ben, a one-yard run 
to make it 17 to three. Then Delance Turner 17 yard pass from Footman makes it 17 to 10. Craig's 48 yard pass from Austin Howard made it 24 to 10. PJ Simmons 28 yard run makes it 24 to 17. And Corey McCullough's field goal with 2.52 left makes it 24 to 20. And that's where we stand here as we get ready for quarter number three. We'll check in with Cedric Tillman in a moment or two. As the Braves and Southern University, a big, big game, first conference game. As we give you some of the other SWAC scores in the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Grambling all over Valley, 28 to nothing. Um, 8.42 left here in the first uh, quarter. Well, was it a delay in Montgomery or what? But uh, nonetheless, Preview leads Bama State 7 to nothing in that game. So just some of the other scores in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Jackson State UAPB looks like that's a, a shootout. Hmm. There. Wow. Jackson State leads 27 to 16. Wow. Over UAPB. <laughs> well, I, I had Jackson winning tonight. Oh, did you? Okay. If they didn't, then um, it's only going to get tougher from here. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Of course, they've been so close. They've been so close, but yet so far. But tonight, that may be this is this may be where they get their first win of the season tonight, Charles. And, uh, and, they had, and, of course, they're at home, you know, and the crowd is there. I'm quite sure the crowd is there at Veterans Memorial Stadium to cheer them on. So, uh, you know. Raha's on the kick. He just signed with the team right before the season started. Here's Warford returning at the goal line. Warford to the 10. Warford to the 15, to the 20. And Warford all the way out to the 23-yard line. Just have to hold your breath because Warford's yeah. so close to breaking it. <laughs> you do. You'd be like, okay, is he going to break it? Just, and have you standing up, sitting up on your chairs, Charles. <laughs> the edge of your seats. Yeah. All right, Cedric, tell me, let's check in with you. Your thoughts on this first half has been seesaw. It's been entertaining. It's back and forth, and we're only down four. Yeah, the best part about that, the Braves bounce back to put some points on the board. So uh, let's see if we can come out here in the second half with some momentum. The Braves have not led in this game. They were down 3-0, 10-3, 17-3, 17-10, 24-10, 24-17, 24-20. So the Braves have not had a lead in this game. Let's see if they can make it happen here on first down. And the Braves go back to the run. DeLance Turner stood up at the 27-yard line where the pile <laughs> still is continuing as a scrum. And yeah. DeLance Turner <laughs> to the 28-yard line. Well, DeLance Turner... Carrying the whole city of Baton Rouge with him. <laughs> well, I won't say the whole city, child. Maybe, maybe, maybe Southern University. Maybe How about the can... suburbs? Okay, yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. Second down and six. The Lance turning out eight carries for seventy-five yards. Here's Lenore's Footman going down, trying to get the left edge, couldn't get the block that he needed. So to bring up third down coming up at the thirty-one yard line. Cedric Tillman, third and three, coming up for Alcorn. Yeah, Braves come out um, trying to move the football on the ground here, Charles. Let's see if we can pick it up here. Grambling adds to their lead 29 to nothing over Mississippi Valley. Third down and long for the Braves. Third and a long three here 
Just underway here in quarter number three. Braves are down 24 to 20 here in the SWAC opener. Lazarus Footman on third down, just a straight handoff to Lance Turner in the open field and a first down at midfield. They mark him at the 48. So first down at the 48. We got a brave player down, Charles. At the 35-yard line. Our big offensive lineman, Chris mm -hmm. McCray, laying flat on his back. Brian Stanchek, his line coach. Well, if he's winded, I don't see him holding anything. Well, looking at his right foot, ankle, knee, somewhere in there. So Chris McCray. Shaking up with Cedric Tillman while we check with Chris McCray to Lance Turner with a big first down run. Yeah, that was a nice run, you know, and I, I like that first down play. He carried a, a bunch of guys with him, you know, to pick up about five, six yards, Charles. I, I, I really like that, you know. I like our chances on the ground here in the second half, Charles, and I think it's going to open up the passing force. Well, that's Braves football at its best as Chris McCray is okay as he walks off under his own power. When the Braves run the football and they're effective and efficient, they're pretty good. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And they're back to their running ways. They had 300 yards rushing against Miles College, approaching 200 yards rushing in this game. So the Braves have it first down and 10 from their 47-yard line, down by four. And here's DeLance Turner again in the open oh, field. Turner yeah, straight to the 30, <laughs> 20, 10, and he's going to score a touchdown. <laughs> Well, DeLance Turner from 53 yards out. How wide open was that straight up the middle, Cedric Tillman? Once he got to the second level, there was nobody there. That was awesome, awesome run. Great blocking up front. Great, great running. Hey, he even looked back to see if anybody was chasing him. I think he was so surprised that it was so wide open. <laughs> I think he was. Yeah, he did. You look at it. He yeah. looked back to see, is anybody back there? <laughs> <laughs> nice run. Yeah, That's nice. the way to start the second half. Correct. Well, the Braves trying to get alignment on the field. They have their first lead of the night on DeLance Turner, who's having a big night, obviously. The running game back on track, 26-24 Alcorn. Snapback ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Braves by three, 27 to 24. So let's take this quick timeout from Ceasefire. Braves with their first lead of the night, 27-24. And we'll be back after this timeout on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. This from Ceasefire. are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes or is the best time perhaps today. 
During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to BeReadyUtah.gov and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by Be Ready Utah, the Division of Emergency Management, FEMA, and the Ad Council. All right, the Braves on the Lance Turner's 53-yard run. Lead for the first time, 27-24. Here is the kick. It's going to be returned on the run from the 4-yard line to the 10, 15, 20, and a good open field tackle at the 20-yard line. Good open field tackle on the run there, Jay Miles, by Quinterio Cole. Yeah, after the first uh, uh, player missed, but uh, this young man uh, come out of nowhere. He good open field tackle, and that's awesome. But I want to say that you must have what they call an ESP or ESP in because you spoke it. You said that we hadn't had a lead, you know, and look, wow, we got the first lead of the game. Yep. Yeah. And it's back to – Braves football running the football. Now let's see if the defense, they've got a lead here, their first lead. Now can the defense make it stick? Howard throws it past, batted in the air, and Howard smartly knocks it down. He couldn't do anything with it other than knock it down as the Braves got a hand up in the line. Mike Brooks, who missed last week's game, might have got a hand in there. Yeah. Ramonte Bell as well. Second down and 10. Swack scoreboard, Alabama A&M 30, Texas Southern 7, Jackson State 27, UAPB 16, halfway through the third quarter, and Grambling with six minutes left in the third, Leeds Valley 28 to nothing. Here it's 27-24 Alcorn on second down and 10. Howard pass out in the flat, and this is a catch, and a loss. Well, the Braves a good, better job there. Out in the flat as Bell with the catch, Solomon Muhammad. Diego Sama is there. So third down, Cedric Tillman, third down and 12 for the Braves coming up here. That, that's what I'm looking for, some brave defense, Charles. We get a stop here and get the Southern off the field, and let's get that offense back on the field, and let's get the, the scores running here. All right, third down and 12. With the Jaguars, he's wilting a little bit here. The Braves with the first statement. A little scan to the left, play clock at 8, third and 12. From the 18, Howard back to pass. Here comes pressure. Howard hit and just throws it away. Did he get outside the pocket? There's a flag down here, and let's check this marker. Howard, I don't know if he got out of the pocket or not, but let's check the marker. Ineligible receiver down the field, number 82 of the offense. That penalty is declined. What's that? Dennis Craig called for the infraction. All right, so the Braves defense got off the field. All right, so now can Marquise Warford make an impact on this game? The offense got the touchdown for their first lead. The defense got off the field. And now it's special teams. With 12.06 left, 27-24, the Braves with the lead here in the SWAC opener here at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium. Low snap and the kick. Low kick, short kick. Warford catches on a hop at the 45. Warford to the 50. Warford has a wall. And Warford goes out of bounds. Southern player loses his helmet. 
And the Braves have it around the 40-yard line. And now we've got some talking and pushing in the Braves' sideline. Be careful there. Yeah, they, they really need to, Charles. That, uh, you know, I understand that you've done something. You know, you want your height and everybody, but you don't need that, you know. You know, stop the little chattering the different day and let the players that are uh, on the opposing team go on back across on the field, you know. Benjamin Harris yeah. lost his helmet. So the Braves ready to snap the football at the 39-yard line. P.J. Simmons in the game. Tavares Johnson wide right. Orlando Veal slot right. Charles Hughes wide left. First and 10 from the 37 of Southern. The Braves with a 27-24 lead. First down and 10 for the Braves. Right to left in quarter number three. Braves by three. And here's T Simmons on the stretch play. Simmons down the sideline. Tripped up after a positive gain of three. Second down and seven. 11.54 left in the third. The Braves were down two scores at one point in this game. 17 to three. They're down 17, 10, and 24 to 10. They're up 20. 7-24 with under 12 to play in the third quarter. On second down, here's Footman down the line as Orlando Beals with the catch. And a first down pop out the far sideline. Good block by Tavares Johnson springing him free. Cedric Tillman for the first down. Yeah, it was a nice play. A little option off for uh, Footman. Uh, he flipped it up the middle and sprinted out. Uh, sprint out pass and Beals um, was wide open. Picked up the first down, Chuck. Good block by Tavares Johnson. First down at the 24-yard line. Uh, Southern's defense behind the eight ball here. Here's Lenore's footman on the keeper with the 20 to the 15 and goes out of bounds. A stiff arm. Uh-oh, and he's pushed he's up pushed. against the uh, yeah. concrete facade over there. First down. Gain of 14. What well, dangerous his footman was pushed. I yeah. mean, he was pushed hard and yep. right into the concrete facade on the far side. I mean, it's well off the field, a good 12 yards. It, it was, was so hard, yeah. but he's okay. So the Braves at the 12-yard line with 11 minutes left here in this quarter. Here's P.J. Simmons on the stretch play. Simmons to the 10, to the 5. He gets in. <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> wow. There's a flag oh, for celebration. No. Well, come on. Ah. Flag out for celebration sure at the is. end. Oh, yeah. Probably marked off on the yeah. ensuing kickoff, but let's see here. Flag out at the end. Unsportsmanlike, and they're seeing if Southern's going to mark it off on the kickoff. After the score, unsportsmanlike conduct, number 40 of the offense, definitively being forced on the kickoff. All right, so it was called on Trey Farrell. They said 40. I think he meant four to P.J. Simmons, Cedric Tillman. Yeah, he has committed his first unsportsmanlike foul of the ball game. Yeah, he's saying number 40, but uh, I think it was four, and he kind of threw him the football. The foul is committed by number four yeah. of the offense. Yeah, so he did correct it. All right, so... Uh, It'll be marked on the kickoff. The Braves are up 33-24. Well, the Braves have come back nicely here. Yeah, they have, Charles. I mean, <laughs> after being down 24-10 with 7.38 left in the second quarter, the Braves with 23 unanswered. And that's what you want. 
I mean, you, you got the running game going back now. Of course, then it opens up the passing game. So, hey, let's keep it going, y'all. 10.54 left. Snapback ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Braves by 10. 34-24. Braves are up by 10. We'll take this time out on the Alcorn State University football radio network. A wise man once said, you can kill a man, but you can't kill an idea. What he meant was that knowledge is eternal. It's a lesson learned, a goal achieved, and it can be passed on from generation to generation, just like it is every day at Alcorn. Both knowledge and the character it takes to use it wisely. Alcorn, where knowledge and character matter. Power. More towers give you more streaming, more sharing, more cheering. We know what football means to you, so our network has you covered. At Seaspire, we work for fans. Seaspire, customer inspired. Switch to Seaspire and get Galaxy S8 free with trade in. Details at Seaspire.com. All right, back here live at Sphinx Castle Stadium. Jay Miles, looking like a Braves type of game now, 34 to 24. But Southern University, we know what they're capable of. A long way to go in this game, but the it Braves is. clearly have the momentum for the first time tonight. Well, right now we do, Charles. But like you say, it's a long way to go. And of course, we know who we're playing. We're playing a Southern University Jaguar team. And, you know, it, 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 we've had some shootouts and then went down to the wire. So we just uh, continue to do what we're doing. And um, we you know, get the ball and just got to try to score. Well, here is a return here from the 11-yard line to the 15. Couple of Braves miss and the Braves converge at the 10 yard line. Ball loose, Bubbles. ball loose, ball loose. Braves recover. Yeah, the ball loose. Yeah. Timothy Thompson fumbled. Yes. And the Braves recover <laughs> at the six yard line. Oh, they're going to review it. Good luck. Ball spotted at the six-yard line. Is this going to be reviewed, Cedric yeah. Tillman? I'm not sure because they hadn't made the signal yet, so they must going to look at it. All right, the referees now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's see if, in fact, all right, we have the uh, monitors up here. It's hard to see from that angle. Well, let's see here. Well, the ball came out at the very end. Got to get another angle to see. It looked like Jay Miles from this particular angle. The ball came out after he was down. Uh, well, yeah, you look at it now, Charles, really. Uh, from this angle that we're looking at, yeah, it does look like he was down and the ball came out. So, And we've only seen yeah. one angle right, so far. Right, right, right. All right, here we go. Here's the other <laughs> angle that we can clearly see here. All right, it's picked up. 
Trying to reverse his field. No, oh, no, he was no, he's, 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 yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came out before it come down. Yeah, it came out. You can look at it right there. A better angle there. It's out. It's a fumble. They'll probably take one more look at right, it. Right, right. But yeah. Cedric Tillman, uh, I stand corrected. It looked like that ball's a fumble. It was coming out as he was going yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, that ball came out, Charles. That's a good angle right there. It is. Yeah. All right, yeah. so they're going to wind it back. Yeah. And they're going to look at it again. Of course, we've got instant replay here. All right, they'll slow it down. Trying to strip it. Yeah, right but it starts coming out right here. He's not back. Well, he's his, not, elbow, oh, he, his elbow. Yeah. got to run it back. Yeah. So his elbow, it looks yeah. like, was yeah. down. Yeah, went down. Yeah. When the ball yeah. came out. Right. Elbow equals knee. That's true. So if yeah. that's the case, then it's not a fumble. Right. They'll have to look at it one more time. Didn't see the elbow, Cedric Tillman. Good looking out there. No, it didn't either. His knee definitely wasn't down, but it looked like his elbow. Alright, so this play continues to be under review with ten and a half left. I mean this right here is huge because it's a ten point game. The Braves definitely have the momentum. The ruling on the field was a turnover, so there's gonna have to be indisputable evidence to overturn the call on the field, and I'm sure they're going to take another look. Yeah. They already are, I'm sure, to see if the elbow went down before the ball came out. The first angle we saw looked like it, the ball came out based on the knee, but then when they looked at the elbow, if the elbow was down and the ball comes out, that's not a fumble. Yeah. So we'll see it's, it's, how this is called yeah. on the field. There has to be indisputable evidence to overturn it. If not, the play, the call on the field stands, right. which is a turnover. Hmm. Other scores, Alabama A&M leads Texas Southern 30-13, to late third quarter. Bulldogs looking for their first win of the season. Jackson State, fourth quarter now. Jackson State 27, UAPB 16. Grambling leads Valley 29 to nothing late in the third quarter. And uh, in the second, Preview leads Bama State 7 to nothing. Okay. So those are the other scores. Of course, next week we'll be at Compass Stadium in Houston for an 8 o'clock kickoff. It is not a SWAC game for the Braves or Texas Southern. The following Thursday we'll be back in it with Alabama State as they continue to look at this play. Yeah, I mean we, it. We don't have the... Uh, the monitor is not showing the replay now. This is a pretty long look. All right, here we go. I think we've got the call. After further review, the runner's elbow was down prior to the ball becoming loose. The ball will be spotted at the nine-yard line. First down, Southern. They took a long yeah, look at that one. Long look at that one. Well, Cedric Tillman, you got that one right. Yeah, yeah, you can see it clearly. But the ball did come out, and, but his, his elbow was down. His knee was definitely not down. All right, first and ten. So the Jaguars caught a break. Let's see if the Braves can get off the field defensively here. Alcorn with a 34-24 lead, ten and a half left in the third quarter. Austin Howard out of the pistol. Southern left to right here in this third quarter. High snap. And they go back to the run here. 
And a gain of six. So the Jaguars staying with it in bail. Second down and four coming up. And second down and four for the Jaguars. Braves in this game are up 10. Oh, Southern commit to the run and slow down this Braves pass rush. Play clock at 10, second down and four. And in the backfield, Howard back to pass, three-step drop, check down, caught. Boy, that was almost a pick. Menard with the catch. Javon Morrison, almost a pick six, broke late, picks up the first down at the 20-yard line. Well, Menard has just been such a big factor for Southern, especially when the Jaguars play Alcorn. Yeah. He's a senior, a graduate student, actually, and seems like every time we see this guy, he makes big catches. On first down, again, and a pickup of a couple, second down and eight. Well, Cedric Tillman looks like Southern trying to slow this game down. This is kind of what I thought they would do to start the game, that instead of throwing it all over the yard, they're slowing the Braves down a little bit by running the football. Yeah, they're trying to slow this thing down a little bit. You know, we got the momentum right now. They definitely don't want to make any mistakes, so they're going to try to run this football. The Braves got to stop them and force them to throw the football. All right, second down and eight for the Jaguars. Outside their 20-yard line with 8.58 left. Howard out of the shotgun with three receivers right. He's back to pass. Looks, throws, square out high, incomplete, intended for Menard. The one thing you see is the timing, a lot of high balls from Howard. I think that's just clearly from not playing. It just is. the rest rust. That's the rust factor that we're seeing right now. All right, Cedric Tillman, back to you. Third down and eight for the Jaguars. Third and eight. And also, you know, if you got that uh, ankle sprain, uh, Charles, it's, it's probably hard for him to set that feet to throw that football. So, uh, definitely third down. We definitely don't want to see that uh, play out in the flat here. Let's see if the Braves can cover here. Three receivers right, one left, third and eight from the 22. Braves are up 10 with 8.50 left in the third quarter. Howard back to pass. Flushed out to his left, throws over the middle. And this is low incomplete. And it'll bring up fourth down. Howard got that one out of his hands a little quicker than he wanted to attend it for Jamar Washington. It'll bring up fourth down. That stops the clock with 8.50 left in the third quarter. Braves are up 34 to 24 on the Jaguars. It's been a game of big plays for the Braves here. Yes, Looks it like has. last week against McNeese. It was a game of big plays then, a game of big plays this week. All right, Marquise Warford on at midfield. The snap and the kick. Warford returns this from the 45, missed tackle. He's to the 50. And Warford just won't go down down <laughs> the 48-yard line. Nope, he just won't go down. First and 10 from around the 48-yard line with 8.41 left in this third quarter. Preview now leads Bama State 14 to nothing. It was a late start there in Montgomery for some reason. 14 to nothing, Preview over Bama State in the second. Early fourth quarter, Grambling over Valley, 29 to nothing. Jackson State, 13-10 left in the fourth. They lead Pine Bluff, 27-16. And Alabama A&M over Texas Southern, 30-13. Early fourth quarter 
in Huntsville as the Bulldogs looking for their first win. Well, that's a score we got to keep an eye on because we play Texas Southern next week. First down for the Braves. Menorah's footman on the stretch players. DeLance Turner flag is down. DeLance Turner brought down at the 40. Gain of 12. Let's see if this is a hold on the edge on this far side away from the play. Illegal formation. Oh. More than 14 players in the backfield on the offense. Hmm. Five-yard penalty. Replay. First down. Well, that's an interesting call right it there. Is. Cedric Tillman, more than 14 <laughs> players in the backfield. Now, how many players on the field, Charles? <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't get that one. So, first down and long. First down and 16. I, I, Eight and a half left. That's interesting. I, that is very interesting. I've never heard of that. Braves are up by 10 in the ball. They're in their own territory. Lawrence Footman. Here's a quick hitter, and this is incomplete. Intended for Norlando Veals. On the post, that was a low ball. Well, Lenoris Footman, Jay Miles, not one of his better nights. He threw no, over 400 yards yeah. last week. Yeah. Struggled to throw in the football here tonight. He is. And, it, and the thing of it is, Charles, he's not really under pressure. Um, but he's zipping it, and he's just not one of his better nights. He's ran good, but he's passing. It's been kind of off. Well, UAPB with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Here's DeLance Turner on the run. Turner to the 36, and it's a first down. A gain of 18. Well, first down at the 36-yard line. Braves in a hurt going fast here. Lined up quickly. This is what I thought they would do at the start. Trying to wear Southern's defense down. Here is Footman. Looks throws and is low incomplete. Jackson State only up three now as UAPB with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. So Jackson State leads 27-24 over UAPB. Second down from the 36-yard line of Southern. Tavares Johnson wide left, three receivers white. Jalen Walker and Orlando Veals and Marquise Warford to the right. Second down, Footman. On the stretch play, here's DeLance Turner again in traffic. Turner the 25 to the 20, and they're just gashing Southern now to the 15. I just love to see him run. Well, this is what the Braves have been doing to Southern over the years when they've been yeah. successful, just running the football. First down at the 16-yard line. Seven and a half left. The Braves can really help themselves with a touchdown here. First and ten for the Braves. Footman, here's DeLance Turner again. Missed tackle. Well, you can tell Southern's wearing down here. Gain of three for DeLance Turner to the 14. Second yeah. down and seven. I agree with you on that Charles. Seven minutes left. Yeah. They are. They're wearing them down, so. Yep. Well, Cedric Tillman, this is more like Braves football, isn't it? That's right. I, I love it when the DeLance go downfield, Charles, because he's definitely explosive, and he can run over you as well. So the Braves are looking good right now. Got uh, Southern on the heels. Second down and eight. Footman is P.J. Simmons. No, Footman will keep it. Footman to the 15, and ridden out of bounds around the 14. So it'll bring up third down and eight 
for the Braves. With 6.49 left, clock stopped. His foot went out of bounds. Third down coming up. Third down and eight. Footman rolling to his right, square out, caught. Touchdown. Marquise Warford <laughs> with the catch. Marquise Warford, just a quick hitter and a touchdown for the Braves. Marquise Warford with the touchdown to add to their lead. It is now 16. I don't know if Southern was expecting that. He just sat down there, Cedric Tillman, and pass was there and Warford was there. Yeah, that was kind of a zone. They was main on the outside, but nobody was covering him but the safety. He just went down the field and went out in the flat, Charles, and he caught that one for a touchdown. All right, so the Braves lead 40-24. to 24. We'll call on for the point after. Snapback ball now. Kick is up, and the kick is good. The Braves with 41 points. And they're 41 to 24. The Braves with 21 points here in this third quarter. And you could just see it coming. The Braves on the 25th anniversary of this beautiful stadium. The Braves lead 41 to 24. And speaking of uh, Fred McNair, of course, his late brother Steve McNair played on this field for three seasons. And Fred McNair talks about the significance of this day and of this game. We stand to show the Jack Spinks jinx and, and all the things when the stadium opened up and, and uh, the anticipation of the, the crowd that's going to be here today and, and uh, all the activities going on with the tailgate. And, you know, it, it's a great venue uh, for everybody, you know, even for the players, you know, there's some freshman players that haven't seen an atmosphere like this would be it would be kind of great for them and, and to talk about celebrating a, 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 a big venue as, as it is today uh, to open this stadium and, uh, and things like that, Charles. You, know, you have all the legends that, that come back to the field and see see such a great game as the one that's played today. You know, you, you think about that. Um, it's a great feeling. Um, you know, my players, they embrace it and they feel great. So hopefully that will kind of get them that extra boost, Charles. And, uh, and feel good about going out playing this football game today. And of course, your brother, the late Steve, played on this field uh, for three years. Just so many great moments, including this team. This team, he broke the the FCS record for total yards against Southern University at a packed house here. So, have you had a chance to really think about that the last few days? Actually, that's one of the things I was thinking about last night, Charles, and as I was at home, uh, just thinking about you know this was the game that you know. He broke the record in and, uh, and how great it was to uh, and Charles back then I don't think you can see a piece of grass on the ground uh, <laughs> the way this stadium filled up yeah and, and hopefully it'll be like that today uh, we'll go out and play seven today all right those are Fred McNair's thoughts on the 25th anniversary of the opening of Jack Spinks Marino Castle State there's a good video montage that was played for the folks prior to the game a good job in the production aspect Curtis Aaron and company doing a good job with that video montage, complete with older pictures and and the like. Yeah, it was, and I enjoyed it. It was nice. I uh, did a great job. Kudos to Curtis and his crew. 41-24, and now Southern going back to the run here. Austin Howard still in the game 
Uh, Edwards with the carry there. I would imagine that if the Braves uh, score again, yeah. you know, you just wonder now, you know, Austin Howard, I mean, he's, he's, he's giving it all he can give here. But I think the Braves just came out and hit him in the mouth early in the second half. And the Jaguars' defense is just wearing down like the Braves' defense wore down a bit in the first half. Second down and four with 5.57 left. Here's Edwards again. Missed tackle stood up and the progress to the 38-yard line. We're going to bring up third down and two. Cedric Tillman with 5.47 and counting left in this third quarter. Well, Cedric, third down and short. Let's see if the Braves' defense can make it happen. Yeah, that was a great stop right there on that run. Um, I don't know. Southern's just playing it safe. So uh, let's see what they come out here, Chelsea. Third down and a couple. They're at the 38. They need to, I'm sorry, at the 42. They need to get to the 44 and a half. Braves up 41 to 24 on third down. Austin Howard, three-step drop. Looks hit as he... Rose and it's incomplete. They're really getting the pressure on Austin Howard now. Well, he was standing tall in the pocket, and uh, Austin Howard holding his, I guess his shoulder pad popped out of his uniform. 5.07 left. Well, Austin Howard looks pretty good. I mean, he's standing tall in the pocket. I think his offensive line has done well for the Braves. I think Jay Miles has gotten a little pressure, gotten in his face here. Well, yeah, they have, and they figured out a way to do just that, Charles, and He's uh, he's thrown some balls where he had to release real fast, and unfortunately, he, well, like I say he stood in the pocket well. And how do you how long do you play him? That's a good question. Here's Marquise Warford. We'll catch this one at the 25, and Warford goes down there, no return. So we'll take a break right here. We'll be back after this timeout as the Braves in this game with the ball and a 17-point lead. 41-24. Back after this from C Spire on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. That's why C Spire invested in more towers for more power. More towers give you more streaming, more sharing, more cheering. We know what football means to you, so our network has you covered. At C Spire, we work for fans. C Spire, customer inspired. Switch to C Spire and get Galaxy S8 free with trade-in. Details at cspire.com. All right, there's a delay here of sorts. All right, here's the call. It's being reviewed. What was there to review? Cedric Tillman? I have no idea. Uh, he caught the football. They tackled him. Uh, well, there was some discussion going on the sideline. One of the Southern players kind of pushed um, Warford's helmet while he was down on the ground. That's what, you know, the coaches were yelling at the referees about, but I'm not sure what this is. All right, here we go. Further review, the play stands. First down. Uh, it was first down anyway. Yeah, I don't know what they were, maybe a hit to the face, maybe. About the only thing I could come up with to see if, in fact, there was a, a hit to the face. So the Braves 
With a 17-point lead, first down and 10. High snap, bobbled, and Southern's got it, and it's going to be a touchdown for the Jaguars. Bobbled snap picked up by the Jaguars' Aaron Tiller. We just gave them seven points, Jay Miles. Yes, we did, Charles. We just gave them seven points. And wow. maybe new life, Cedric Tillman. That's the second time we put the ball on the ground. Yeah. Mishandled snap. You know, Footman tried to corral it in. He couldn't get it in, and, and it kind of collided with the running back. So he couldn't get it in. I'm not sure what happened once the ball hit the ground, but something came up with it. 41 to 30, snap back ball down, Oz kick is up and it's good. And that play may give Southern new life when the Braves were maybe on the verge of slamming the door on this one. The door is ajar, Southern still in it. 41-31, Jay Miles in this game again. Yes, it is, Charles. And yeah, we just gave them new life. Uh, because had we been able to uh, go down and score, we could have shut the door on them, but unfortunately, uh, we just gave him new life. Like uh, said, said it was mishandled, and then he bumped into. Yeah, he made contact with his run, running back, and the ball come loose. And unfortunately, Jaguars in the right place at the right time took it in. So yeah, we got another ball game. They have life now. Well, two of the best defensive players that Southern has has made an impact on this game. Danny Johnson and Aaron Tiller, and Fred McNair talked about that on the pregame. And that time we just pretty much handed it to Aaron Tiller and he got a full head of steam and off he went. So 4.49 left here in this third quarter. The Braves are now up 41-31 in a shootout here at Sphinx Castle Stadium. 4.49 left in quarter number three. All right, so now the Braves have to protect the football here, get the football back, and get back to work. I mean, that's what you have to do here. The touchdown, hey, it happened. You got to yeah. put it behind you. Right. Grambling leads Valley 31-6. to six. I'm sorry, Jerome. Yeah, Warford needs work. a good run here. If he can get it, he needs a good run right here. Warford at the 20-yard line. Warford to that's the it, 30. That's it. That's what Down the sideline, and Warford popped. Wow. A good, good return by good Warford. Return. Yeah, that's what we needed, Charles. We needed a good return. You know? Warford having words with uh, the yeah. Jaguars' Cleveland Clark on special teams. <laughs> yeah. You don't mind mixing it up, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Braves have it with 440 left in the third quarter at their 45-yard line, up 41-31. Let's see if the Braves can get back to work. They've had a couple of high snaps that have been bobbled. Southern's got them. Let's see if the Braves can protect the football here. P.J. Simmons in the backfield. Cheating up on the line of scrimmage, showing pressure. And here's Simmons on the stretch play. Simmons squeezes through to the 48-yard line. A gain of three. Second down and seven. Four and a half and counting left in this third quarter. 41-31, Alcorn with the lead over Southern University in a high-scoring shootout here at Spinx. All S's, including Simmons, who just carried the football. <laughs> Second down and seven for the Braves. Right to left here in this third quarter. Four-man front showing, showing pressure. 
Flipman back to pass, being chased, throws out in the flat, and this is a catch, Simmons. Simmons to the 50. Simmons down to the 45, close to a first down. Will Flipman, they mark him at the 46 and a half. So he's a half yard short of the first down, and we have an injured Jaguar on the field. Third and a half a yard coming up for the Braves. Need to get to the 45. Braves are up 41-31. 3.47 left in this third quarter. Don't forget the Fred Bignell Radio Show Monday night at 6. All the highlights from this one. It would be a busy day in the production room getting all these highlights in. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you can send a text to the show anytime, 601-300-3124. You can tweet a question, Tall Man Radio. I'm on Twitter. Tall Man Radio is the injured Jaguar is Contavious Preston. Walks off under his own power. All right, Cedric Tillman, we check in with you. Third down and a half a yard for the Braves coming up. Yeah, hopefully they can get some power football, Charles, and just pick this up. So uh, maybe they can put in extra back in the backfield. Short yardage. I don't think we can try anything tricky here. Just pick up the first down here. Chant of defense, Jags defense on the far side. Right. That's a chant that gets me sometimes. <laughs> it's just dry the way it's said. Third down and a half a yard. Let's see if the Braves can pick it up. Here's Foot rolling down the line, and down he goes at the 50-yard wow. line. Wow. He loses five. Wow. That was blown up by Jeremiah Abbey, and that will cause the Braves to punt. Foot down the line, try to shed a tackler, Cedric Tillman, and that didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't. I think they had that sniffed out from the outside. You know, the play should have been straight up the middle, you know. I mean, we didn't need to do anything tricky here. <laughs> Half a yard, you know. Just go straight ahead, power football. Instead, it's fourth down and five from midfield, and McCullough on to punt the snap. The kick, good kick here. Danny Johnson gets away from it inside the 10, inside the 5. Oh, and it just got into the end zone with two and a half left in this third quarter. So we'll take a break right here from C Spire. We'll be right back. Braves up 10, Southern with the ball. Back after this quick break on the Alcorn Football Radio Network. It's game day. You've got things to do, tents to set up, games to stream. Good morning, football fans. That's why Seaspire invested in more towers for more power. More towers give you more streaming, more sharing, more cheering. We know what football means to you, so our network has you covered. At Seaspire, we work for fans. Seaspire, customer inspired. Switch to Seaspire and get Galaxy S8 free with trade in. Details at Seaspire.com. All right, the Jaguars first down and 10 from the 20 yard line. Braves up 10. This one not over with yet. Austin Howard out of the gun. Play fake, looks, throws down the field, wide open, caught, 40. Missed tackle, 45, midfield, 45, 43-yard line. A gain of 27 by Dennis Craig, the tight end. And here comes the Jaguars, Jay Miles. Yes, sir, same thing again. Receiver uh, checking down and wide open, Charles. Wide open. And same play. You know, they didn't go away from it. It went right back to it again, and we just haven't been able to stop it. Craig limps off under his own power, shaking up, but he's okay as he 
limps all the way across the field to his team's bench. So the Jaguars in business here at the 43. As we wind down this third quarter, 2.22 left. 41-31 Alcorn. Austin Howard out of the gun. They go back to the run. Ben, this is open. 35-30-25-20-18 yard line. Sean Ely with the tackle. Devon Ben, the running back, the redshirt freshman. Here come the Jaguars, Cedric Tillman in the red zone. Yeah, we did such a great job of stopping the run, but um, they're, they're on the move right now, Charles. Southern scores here. We definitely have a game. They're in the red zone at the 18. Howard back into his right. Three receivers left. Howard looking left, throws it over the middle. Rub route caught inside the 15 and tackle right there. Menard with the catch. A rub route underneath, running everybody deep, and Menard underneath a gain of three or four to the 15. Gain of four, second down and six, with a minute and a half left in this third quarter. Braves up 41-31, but Southern at the 15 of Alcorn. They're on the move. Second down and six. Howard out of the shotgun on second and six. And again, cuts it inside to the 10 and spun around and dropped at the 11-yard line. Going to bring up third down and about four and a half. And the tackle there was made by O.J. O'Neal. All right, Jerome, here we go. Third and a long three here for the Jaguars. Yeah, we do, Charles. Here we go. Hey, we got to bend down and we're going to uh, bring all the <laughs> bring everybody try to stop them on this third down, Charles. Third down. They have the Marquesia Mims in the backfield, and we're going to have a timeout taken by the Braves on defense. Timeout. Alcorn State, their first. So we'll keep it right here. Cedric Tillman, that gives us a chance to check in with you. Well, Southern has found something, and the game could be hanging in the balance here as the Braves were ready to maybe slam the door on this one. The big turnover gave Southern new life, and they're on the verge of making this a one-score game. Yeah, yeah, we, we let them back in the football game. We, you're right, we could have shut the door here, but uh, it's third down, Charles, so if we can hold them here, and let's see if they'll try to go for a field goal. You know, they might want to go uh, four downs here. So uh, Braves definitely got to uh, stop them here. And uh, I'm kind of glad that Coach McNair called timeout because something didn't look right, and uh, hopefully we can stop them here. Well, they're in field goal range for sure, Jay Miles. I mean, they're at the 13-yard line, so you're looking at a 30-yard field goal. Yeah, they are. But uh, I, I, they're going to try. They want to. They want to try to pick up at least pick up the uh, first down, or either score on this one. But hopefully, our Braves can defense can step it up. Third down and four coming up. Howard out of the shotgun. Three receivers, two right, one left. Braves up by ten, but Southern in the red zone. Howard back to pass, looking left. Lobs it, and it's going to be incomplete. Receiver collided with Diego Sama. And now the receiver is down. Well, this has been a game of injuries, that's for sure. And he is down. 
Trying to see the receiver. Uh-oh, and Austin Howard takes off yeah. his helmet. Looks like a knee injury. It's it looks like they're calling for the ambulance yeah. here. Yeah, it looks like the uh, charge. I can't see the injured Jaguar, but Austin Howard took off his helmet in frustration, sensing the seriousness of this injury. The Alcorn doctor took his hat off, waved his hat, calling for the gurney for the ambulance as well. Can't see the number. It's the intended receiver for the Jaguars here, Cedric Tillman. A collision with Diego Sama as that ball floated over his head. Yeah, I think it's 87. Charles, his his leg was laying sideways. Oh, I, I, I saw it from here, and that's why yeah. I, as soon as they got over there, that's why uh, the trainer for Merritt Health just waved his hat because they knew. I mean, you can just see it from here. If it's 87, that's Randall Menard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 87. Yes, they immediately bring the gurney out for him. And Austin Howard, you understand why he was so upset, because that's been the big target for Southern University. And Cedric Tillman with an unfortunate graphic description on what he saw down there. And this is pretty serious. It appears. So we'll step aside and take a break here. 30 seconds left in the fourth. And from what Cedric Tillman's reported, if it's 87, it's Randall Menard and all kinds of medical personnel are attending to him. Fred McNair is there. Dawson Odoms are there. Trainers are there. Doctors are there. And we'll take a break here. We'll be right back as the Braves are up 10. Back after this timeout on the Alcorn State University Football Radio Network. Alvin and the Chipmunks love to eat. You can't see or smell it. Bacteria can hide in food and make you ill. That's not good. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. But you can keep bacteria from ruining your day with four simple steps. We got this. This will be a walk in the park. Clean. Wash your hands and surfaces often. We chipmunks are notoriously tidy. Separate. Keep raw meats, poultry, and seafood separate from ready-to-eat foods. Watch and learn, my friends. Cook. Make sure an adult uses a thermometer to cook meat, poultry, and seafood to the right temperature. Fire in the hole! And chill. Refrigerate promptly and pack your lunch with a freezer pack or ice. Bingo! Dinner! She's a serve! Yay! Keep your family safe and check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. This is awesome. All right, welcome back. An injured Southern player. I don't see the number. Cedric Tillman has reported that it's Menard 87. That was the intended receiver as he collided with Diego Sama in the middle of the field. And uh, this is pretty serious as the ambulance... Gurney has been rolled out for him. I still, uh, Jay Miles, like I have the binoculars on. I don't see his number, but Cedric yeah. Tillman is reporting it's 87. Right. And it could be because he was the intended receiver. Yeah. That ball floated on Austin Howard, by the way, way over his head. Sure did. As he collided with Diego Sama. Yeah. Just bodies in front of him. They have the cushion bag out to kind of cushion that uh, area. It's either right or left leg or knee. Um, wow. And Cedric Tillman, obviously, this is pretty serious. It, yes, it is. It is. I mean, you can tell, man. You know, 
his leg was laying one way and his foot was laying the other. And wow. man, uh, it just looked bad from here. Well, you probably had the best look and Austin Howard, I mean, he went to check on him and he took his helmet off. He saw how serious this is. Dawson Odom's huddling his team up. I mean, Southern on the verge of getting back in this game. They're in field goal range, but right now the more important story is the uh, injured Jaguar player. I mean, the Jaguars have had injuries off and on. Of course, Austin Howard, the talk all week long of whether or not he would even play. Some thinks that he, some feel like he shouldn't have played today, but I don't know if it was just a, just a lot of talk. Maybe the plan was to play him all along, but make people think he wasn't going to play. All right, so the injured Jaguar. I can't sell because they've taken his jersey off. Yeah. We've been told that it's Menard. I'm trying to see if even his... Just can't tell um, from you. Well, I do see 87. I see maybe his mother in 87. Yeah. She's jersey. got 87 on, right. She's so got 87. Yeah. So what, from what we can tell, that is him. Yeah. And he's being put on the gurney and will be rolled away. And um, he's pointing. Looks like he's okay. And yeah. he waves to the crowd. That's yep. a great gesture. Yeah, that's a great gesture. It is, Charles. Yeah. So Menard, the uh, ambulance is waiting for him right there in the right corner to our right. And, um, hey, he's been a terrific he, – he's been a pain in our side for yes, four years. Yes, he has. But, you, you know, you don't want to ever see a young man player get hurt like that. But he's been a pain in our side. Yeah, he really has. But uh, we want to keep him in our prayers that, uh, you know, he'll be okay. Uh, maybe, I don't know, a broken leg or whatever case may be. But we just keep him in our prayers. Now, thoughts and prayers to his family. All right, so Ron's on trying to make this now a seven-point game with 30 seconds left. High snap, ball down. It's Kick blocked. is blocked. It's blocked. It's blocked. It's blocked. And the Braves Sit dodge ahead. a bullet. Yep. Yet he dodges a bullet, Charles. Yep. Wow. So out of all that, Cedric Tillman, our special teams, blocks a field goal that would have made it a seven-point game. Yeah, that was a great stop. We needed that stop, and uh, let's see if we can get this ball rolling again, Charles. Well, the emotion now, Southern University, you see now with that serious and that severity of the injury, Bernard, you see now how that will impact Southern as a team. Yeah. All right, so Lenoris Footman, Delance Turner to the right, four receivers to each side. This will be the final play of the third quarter, 41-31. Alcorn with the lead over Southern University. And now we have a whistle and a false start against the Braves. Proud to the snap. False start. Number 75 of the offense, five-yard penalty remains. First down. So false start against Darius Davis. I'll make it first and 15. 22 seconds left in this third quarter. 41-31. The Braves with the lead. Foot. Delance Turner turns it up the field. Delance trying to get that edge. Sheds a tackler and another. And is brought down at the 23. A hard five-yard game for Delance Turner. This will take us to the end of the third quarter. 
So that'll do it for quarter number three at Jack Spinks Marino Castle Stadium. The third quarter. Fourth quarter coming up. The Braves are up 41 to 31. We'll take this timeout. 